0: This episode of Small Town Famous is brought to you by Regional Hospice Care Group of Louisiana. With two locations in Minden and Shreveport, they have a full-time physician on staff to meet the needs of every patient and they make house calls. For more information, call 318-382-9396 or 318-524-1046. And Billy Bland Fisheries. Bland is located in the small town of Taylor, Arkansas. You can visit them online at blandfishery.com or by phone at 870-694-4811. The name is Bland, but the fish are most certainly not. and
1: Bob
2: Smiley and you're listening to my favorite podcast. Uh, can you hold the cue card up? Uh, small Town Famous. Really? That's the- small Town Famous.
3: So we do have Cubby fans. And we do. Uh, I, there are a ton in Magnolia. Oh, oh, just God. a lot. And, and that was yeah, really before, even, yeah, there's a lot more than you would have ever. It's thought. really
4: weird. It, Cardinals, Cubbies, and then we got the Rangers fans. We well, got the, the Astros Villa. fans. And, and Braves,
2: uh, and Braves, Astros. You're, Braves. you're the only Astros fan around here. And guess who's kicking butt? <laughs> you're the big winner time No, I doubt it. Like <laughs> 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 that Braves right? I mean, What? Uh, <laughs> turn around. There. And guess who's kicking butt?
0: <laughs> We're back. Small Town Famous. No.
3: we More energy. More energy, baby. Welcome, everybody. You're listening. If this was 94.5, even No, 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 no. You're listening to the biggest little podcast out there. That's right. Small Town Famous. Yeah. We're coming at you
0: from, at this very moment. From
5: 94.5.
3: Or our top secret.
0: They might have something to say about that. They might have something
4: to say about that.
0: How about we introduce our most popular guest yet?
3: we're getting Uh, there
0: Jeffrey's Uh, back Jeffrey's back back. yeah (laughs) (laughs) no no we're now
3: in season two of season one we cracked the top 40 comedy podcast on iTunes we stayed in America or in the world it was on iTunes I don't know how far that goes Uh, uh, America is the world
0: (laughs) (laughs) what else matters you you from Arkansas we were in the top 20 in South Africa
3: (laughs) (laughs) we <laughs> we're consistently number one
0: in Arkansas right. yeah, can, yes. right. can, yeah hey, but,
3: but this so. season we're gonna go bigger and better than ever, and how are we gonna do that bigger we're faster
6: all- stronger,
0: Broney, all-
3: who do we have all- here today? We're getting there,
6: gosh, we've to do steal any our shout
3: anyway, oh. Gosh. The St. famous, all that good stuff. <laughs> okay. How are, we gonna, how are we gonna do that, I'm, I'm sorry, I came up with this format to the show, <laughs> and then nobody wants to go with it. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Watch uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what,
4: what's up, George? Just take, just take
3: it. <laughs> I thought
4: we were playing Xbox. That's what he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew
6: you were about to do what? that. <laughs> oh no I, I because can, you because of the over. listeners
3: cuz whoever's listening to this right now is going to share this episode and subscribe to us on <laughs> yeah, iTunes what? They with, go to Facebook, like, with it, iTunes and say because they got to go. Well, they got to go check out the new videos that are up on Facebook. Mm. We got some good. We, we got a good one up there right now. That's uh, this movie. Yeah. What's, what's even, the title of it? Defying not, Gravity. Defying gravity. gravity. Or hashtag Oklahoma. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 you hate that. You, you but, probably will. Have, you won't even fly over that state <laughs> <laughs> anymore. <you? laughs>
6: Man, <laughs> I will say that, that was the most fun I ever had in one spot in my whole life. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, I, that's kind of sad. Al, really, you wanna, uh, introduce. I do want to introduce our guest. We do have a special guest with us. Because, because I'm
4: going to tell you that this actually goes back to last year. Me and Jordan, when we were kind of just spitballing ideas about starting the show. <laughs> Uh, we were thinking about. We were really going to try to. St- you don't remember this because you don't remember much past two weeks. But, I, <laughs> <laughs> but
5: when, no. before
4: we were going, we we were coming up with logos and we were coming up with all this stuff before we even had a podcast, which we probably should have learned how to podcast first. Right. That. Yeah, that's but uh, what we happened. did. We laid the foundation
0: first. Yep. But we started naming uh, people. Who was my Who was my first guy? I said uh, Rick Flair. No, it was Little Jimmy Dickens, but he passed away, so that couldn't uh, happen. Yeah. Who was my second person?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was trouble to contact him. Um,
3: <laughs> your second dude, 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 one, dude, 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 dude. All these
0: gatekeepers, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: The, <laughs> the
4: boatman. Um, I, your second some kind one, some I don't know. Maravich. I don't. Just tell me. Uh, who I, who I was the second? Up. mom was Hayden Simpson.
0: Oh. <laughs> Tim Probably Hawkins. Just making up. oh yeah, well, yeah, it was Tim Hawkins. <laughs> Why? Why, Why? Why are you sucking up that to him now? Before, that was when he liked him. Oh well, yeah. That's before, <laughs> that's before. I went to his concert in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Benton. <laughs> the quiet beast continues. <laughs> uh, but no, when
4: we, when me and Jordan were coming up with a concept for the show, when we were trying to think of people who actually were small town famous, mm-hmm. and it could be infamous, famous, just people from a small town who have done. Things that we'll never do. Like have a flat We're stomach. Out, I'm sorry? What? <laughs> but then, anyway, we made a list of some
0: people. It's a very short list, but you say that funny, but it really was. The
4: thing is, we wrote, Hayden Simpson was one of the ones that we wrote down first. Now, Alan, tell us what old Hayden has accomplished. I had met Hayden just uh, not too long ago, but I know, I've know i known his parents for a while. And um, the thing about Hayden Simpson...
3: I like... I like I- <clears throat> I like how you're talking about him like he's not sitting right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Well, hey, I was this going. Guy? I was going. where did he come from? I was going to tell them, come
4: on down. <laughs> Run that surprise. <laughs> all right, Hayden, come in. I don't know if I can live up to that. You're not supposed to talk yet. We hadn't started.
5: <laughs> oh, uh, Oklahoma.
4: Okay. Oklahoma, I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. In all seriousness, he's not known to most of our listeners except for around Chicago. It, by, there's probably a few people that
1: remember him. Probably not for good things,
4: but well, no, we never know. We never know. We're well, we will but. find out
5: tonight.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um,
4: I set up a separate hate mail line, uh, I,
5: <laughs> but, buddy. You have
4: Yeah, I guarantee oh. you have fans there. Um, Hayden is very famous around here for sure. Yeah, because this dude was a he was a stud pitcher in high school, stud pitcher at Southern Arkansas University for our good friend, Coach Goodhart, who's supposed to be here tonight but he couldn't he wasn't able to make it again for the second time i think he's now avoiding me
3: Hey, did he have uh food poisoning again like a uh, like bob, like bob smiling, smiling? <laughs> uh, hayden was drafted after a
4: stellar career at sau our local college here about 20 miles up the road
3: and my my alma mater is my alma mater it was southern uh, state college when you were
2: <laughs> it it was it was <laughs> gone. It's back in the sixties. <laughs> oh I never say it now. It was
3: hey, southern. Mark, hey, mark story. that joke that went well. <laughs> 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 which would be in
4: juxtaposition to my to my position. Um so anyway, this is a long introduction. I I couldn't wait to have Hayden on just to hear the story because there's so much speculation, which you are aware of that.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of lot of it originated in this room.
4: Absolutely, uh, yeah, we made up a lot of
3: the rumors. <laughs> that I didn't know. Well, we, yeah,
4: we did it just so this that, is sort of the, an. Apology I've been
6: carrying brass <laughs> <up was laughs> around this whole time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, we wanted to have a good show. We wanted to, we started a lot of rumors,
5: but, um, <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> but in any case, I was telling Jordan, I just, we just want to know the real thing. Nah, we yeah. want to know the real story, so everybody will know straight from the horse's mouth. This is what happened.
0: This is what happened. This is what didn't happen. And
4: there was some uh, very good reasons why things didn't pan out. Like we want to, we want to talk about that. But we're going to have fun because that gun. We're funny. By golly, what funniest people I know of.
6: Would you look at that?
4: (laughs) 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 So, without further ado, we have Hayden Simpson. Hey. Hey, Yeah,
6: I appreciate you guys
0: having me. Are we still recording?
4: We are. We are.
3: We are still reco- <laughs> we are
4: still recording.
3: Hey, when did you want to go with uh, uh, Grant? Grant Shooker. Grant, I'm all shook up. You Since it's getting kind of late
4: because he's on the East Coast, let's go ahead and call Grant. We can. Let's we'll start the segment early. of Rapid let's Fire, just our it. most favorite segment. Isn't he
3: the Lone Ranger? He is the Lawn. He should be. He is the Lawn the Ranger. The Lawn Ranger? Isn't that who Grant is? The original Lawn Ranger? Lone Ranger or Lawn <laughs> Ranger? Lawn. He is a
6: lawn business, man.
2: So speakerphone, yeah. A yep. little bit lower, your nose is gonna hit.
6: Yeah, man. Grant. What's
3: up? Hey, man, this is Chase with Small Town Famous. Grant. What's, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm doing all right. What about you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Hey, we were calling to uh, see if you wanted to take part in the rapid fire segment. You better believe it. All right, let me make sure I'm getting you right here. Uh, we can hear him good. Alright Grant uh, We got a timer ready And I know you've heard uh, the segment before Two minutes We got 20 questions And we're gonna ask uh, That you refrain From cussing Using anything Just derogatory Towards Jeffrey uh, Cause that's That's just <laughs> never It never goes well uh, Very, very sensitive hearted But movie. it's so easy to but, do But No uh, Two minutes 20 questions uh, Just the first thing That pops in your mind We're gonna try to make them As random as possible Just tell me When you're ready to go And we will get started all right, ready whenever y'all are. All right, two minutes starts now. It's not unusual for you to what?
2: Use the bathroom. <laughs> what,
3: <laughs> what's the grossest thing you've ever touched? Uh, baby poop. <laughs> what's the last thing you measured? A piece of wood. <laughs> what's, the, what, what's the last thing you bought for yourself? Right. Yeah, crap <laughs> All right, what seems to only happen to you? Uh,
6: bad luck stuff.
3: <laughs> All right, when no one is watching, you like to what?
6: Scroll Facebook. <laughs> what's
3: the, what's the longest you went without bathing?
6: Uh, probably three
3: days.
5: <laughs> Ooh,
3: sweet. Uh, uh, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Uh,
6: don't get a credit card. <laughs> what? Uh,
3: what? What would you consider yourself an expert in?
6: Absolutely nothing. <laughs>
3: Uh, what do you feel like doing right now? Going to bed. <laughs> hey, describe the perfect date in three words.
6: April 25th. <laughs> <laughs> April 25th. That's
3: <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, what, what should you always say yes to? Cheese. <laughs> there are two types of people in the world. What are they? Uh... Pretty and ugly. <laughs> what's the straight <laughs> What's the strangest compliment you ever given someone? Oh yeah. We are out of time really- now. Hey man, we appreciate you for taking part. We didn't get through them all, so uh, you're gonna have to try again a little bit later, and we'll have some new questions for you. But uh, the Grant, thanks man for being on here.
6: Yeah man, thank y'all for calling. I'm, I appreciate
3: it. Now, are you the original Lawn Ranger?
6: I don't know if I'm the original, but I'm the only one from around. Uh, my part of North Carolina.
3: Now, what part is that?
6: Uh, I live in Troy. Um, it's about an hour east of Charlotte.
3: Very nice. That. How yeah, did how small. did you? Hey, well, how did you hear about Small Town Famous, buddy?
1: Um, believe it or not, on Potty Break.
3: Really love the Potty Break. Yeah. Nice. Uh, are you aware of the Jordan The quiet nice. beef <laughs> between Jordan and Tim Hawkins.
6: I've heard. I've heard a little bit. Of him. <laughs> so who has the beef,
3: him or Tim? I think it all started. you know.
4: Tim doesn't know that uh, Jordan exists. <laughs> Tim's a little. I
3: think Tim's a little intimidated. So just be completely calm. <laughs> well, I think y'all are getting a more popular, <laughs> hey, hey, we'll let you get back to whatever you do in North Carolina, and uh, we right. appreciate you for taking part of the in our rapid fire segment, man
6: man
3: thank y'all hey all right well you keep listening we'll have talk to you good. later all right bud. All right. Now, but,
4: yeah. typically we just sit around and shoot the breeze but uh when we have a when we have a special guest it's typically for a reason and we we really want to hear your story we can't wait to hear it because i'm gonna tell you all everybody around magnolia and all that they're excited they they are excited they're excited and they we
3: want they want to know more because a lot of people don't know the story and i mean we're talking with hayden simpson of course Back in 2010, drafted 16th overall. Is that is that correct? Yeah.
2: All right, my research is correct. Do y'all know who was the number one pick? Does I, it matter? Because
3: we got the 16th pick just, right here in front of us. It was Bryce Harper. Yep. Yeah. Bryce Harper. It was Bryce Harper. That's crazy,
4: man. Did you want to do the Tanya Harding?
1: The what? <laughs> yeah. Is that before his time?
5: Yeah.
1: That uh, was, was back in like that was 94.
3: Yeah. I mean, are you like, sure? How, how I'm just,
4: old you in
1: 94?
3: Five. <laughs> yeah it's been and building it, we'll up see. since then <laughs> what, what that was the uh olympics in the atlanta i was wondering
2: it? it was the winter olympics
3: okay no 92 was atlanta never mind excuse me you were wondering uh, well i know what you did i'm wondering whose leg well i wouldn't help you <laughs> right with
4: it. but you could have beat bryce harper down i know a lot of people want to do that yeah <laughs> i could
3: have tried i guess <laughs> well let's well let's back it up even further
0: uh for 2010 because we don't want to just jump right in the middle of the story take us back to 2006 and 2007 your senior year yeah. in okay. high school with the panthers okay and uh tell tell us what that was like when did you really know that you had something special and that you had an ability above other people mm. that could take you pretty far in this uh honestly
1: probably it wasn't even then it was 2009 2008 2009 yeah yeah it was Go ahead. So
0: that, I'm sorry. That was that was going to be your freshman year in college. Then, yeah, 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. Yeah.
1: Well, the whole thing was is that the the velo thing. The pretty much as a pitcher, especially being from a, a small place like this, uh, velocity. If you don't have the velo, then the scouts aren't going to be there. You know. So that didn't really come come along until, not the way it was until probably 2009 baseball season. 2009, and. um well, I played football and everything in high school, but we never worked out. Not really. I mean... Now, were you a quarterback? I, or yeah. Yeah, that's what right. yeah. well, I, mean, I thought. So, the whole weight program and everything, that... It was college until I even started doing any of that. And I actually credit a lot of the fact that I was able to do what I did because I didn't even start pitching until I was 16 oh, in high wow. school. Oh, hell. Yeah. I would not know. Yeah.
4: I never thought that.
1: Yeah,
5: really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, was this during the gum era or... Yeah. Yeah. Salon gums? gum. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, so... and. I didn't even start pitching until then, so I didn't didn't have any arm trouble. Arm never hurt, never didn't really have any bad habits. So everything I was doing was pretty much. It wasn't. It was moldable. Well, yeah, Did you I, say that. And I hadn't done one thing enough that I was. It wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna be able to change, and do something different. Yeah. You know, I'd always had a good arm, but I'd never never really
2: pitched a whole lot until high school. Who taught your mechanics on your pitching? Who taught um, you how to? Well,
1: Everything that I did, it was, it was, it was a lot natural. It kind of, it kind of whatever made sense to do, to throw harder, I just kind of did. But when I got in college, um, there's a guy named Wes Johnson. He's actually the head pitching coach at University of Arkansas now. Yeah, he was a GA. That was his first, yeah, that was his first job in college was, was here. He was a GA for us at, out at SAU for a fall. And he brought the APP program, which is the athletic pitching program.
4: So he, he, that's when the mechanic started. He, well, you that's learned the science of pitching. Is well, that what you yeah, say? Well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, there's a whole lot to all of it. It's kind of what he brought was how you tie in like the weightlifting and everything, the way you train into pitching because everything that I knew from most most of the things pit, pitchers were the unathletic. You know, they yeah. were the unathletic guys, yeah. Yeah. and I wasn't a big guy, so I knew that if I was going to throw hard, I had to. Find different things, yeah. and he did that for me. And the weighted ball program, and I know people feel differently about that, but if you do it the way that I did it, in the way that it's supposed to be done, it'll work. Yeah, but a lot okay. of people don't, so they just what was different. Well, what, what
4: do you mean by that? Because I want to make sure the tag didn't do something stupid. I will <laughs> on him throwing hundred mile an hour. I don't care if he's five foot
1: tall. You have to. Once you start doing it, you have to stay with it. Okay. Like, I think that a lot of the reason that it worked for me and it didn't work for even some of the guys that I played with yeah. is that like when we'd go on break, Christmas break or something, we, I would keep doing it. Of course, I'm also from Magnus. There was nothing else to do. No, still, nothing- still, so, still goes down to work ethic. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. And I mean, it does. And you know, you take somebody that, you take a guy like Bryce Harper. It's not gonna matter what he does. He's gonna roll out of bed. and He's gonna. He's just
4: a stud. Yeah. yeah, not gonna matter. I mean, he's got that. He's got to give.
1: But those are one in a hundred million.
4: Yep.
6: And also, the same token, you can take the average person, and no matter what they do, they're not. They're they're never going to achieve greatness in that field.
1: If right. if they're not yeah. physically capable of doing right. it, yeah, you yeah. can have some it's, kind it's,
4: yes, of tools. Some people don't have where, the genetics.
1: If for it. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. If yeah. your arm won't move that fast, I don't. It's just not gonna do it. There's nothing anybody can do for you to make it go that fast. Yeah, so, I so I mean, what Coach Johnson was really able to do for me was show was kind of put it all together and to show how if if you my goal was to was to get drafted and to play professional baseball. And what he did was show that it's not you can have all the best numbers in the world and you can be on the best team in the world. But what's really going to get attention from those is from those scouts is if you show that you have the potential to play with those guys. So what he did for me was with the weight room and the weighted balls. And did he play professional ball? No, 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 no. He didn't. Um, where's he from? Anyway, he's from Little Rock. He's from the Little Rock area. He's a little bitty guy. He's like five five, five six. Bald headed. He's pitching coach at Fayetteville now. Oh wow! Now, he was at. Let's see, he went from Dallas Baptist, went from UCA to Dallas Baptist to Mississippi State. Now yeah, he's been a, some good, good colleges, yeah, good you know, baseball, yeah, colleges. yeah. So I, I just bought in. I bought into what
4: he was doing immediately. The, when the light bulb went on with that dude, like, okay, if I follow this, I think this guy could get me to where I wanted to be. When did you start seeing? When did you start seeing the velocity
1: change? The, the fall, the probably the fall of what would have been my sophomore year. The next year, I guess it would have been fall 08. Spring 09, it just... So you graduated high school throwing... 88, 89. That's still Soft pretty fast. On a, on, my, on a good day, like the best day. like The thing, the thing that he really preached the most was is that you want your low number, which at that time, I guess, would have been like 85, 86. I wanted my low number to be 90, which meant I didn't want to throw a fastball under 90. Mm. So if the top one's 95, 96, I wanted my low one to be 90.
2: Okay. So, and your change up said 8 miles. Yeah. Florida. Well,
1: it just depends. Just depends <laughs> on, on the day. Um, it was probably, yeah, anywhere 83, from 83, 84. Probably. Yeah.
4: A lot of that's technique, too, though, right?
1: Well, the grip does everything there. So, you're trying to find this range, and you've got to get your
4: arm speed up, is what you're trying to build. That's yeah. what you're focusing on. Cause you know, that's, that's what the scouts are looking for, is what you're saying. Yeah.
1: So, I, what he, like, from the ground up, like, how I got to be able to use my legs and everything all together. So that the the kinetic energy, the kinetic chain, it
4: can be... Yeah.
6: It's just like throwing a punch. You absolutely. Throw a punch for your hips. Absolutely.
1: You want everything coming out yeah. right at the end. So this is like...
4: So like what Tim Lincecum went through? Because he's not
1: a very big guy. Well, he was who pretty much everything was molded off of. That's what I thought.
4: Now, his yeah. dad built his, right? Yeah. Yeah. and I, so yeah, I think he, so, yeah. And he had to... Uh, so they, they had to take his body and get yeah. every ounce of velocity
1: possible. Yeah. yeah for but you sure. still
4: have to have the fast twitch muscle fibers. Well, you gotta have all those Yeah, guests. All
1: those things have to be there. But it's yeah, absolutely. It's it's kinda and that's one of the things that I enjoy so much about working with kids now is you see all these different body types and everything and I fell in love with that back when I was playing. Is the the training aspect of it, the that light bulb moment, you know, where everything kinda clicks. So and I guess it was the fall probably the fall of my sophomore year when so
4: what um what was your what, what'd you top out at fall so we, let's stay at fall at sau what what'd you top out that
1: well it was I, I honestly don't remember what it was then but i know that there's a there's a drill that we would do that we would velo and it was called uh turn and burn and i flashed 101 on it oh oh and really crap i had that video forever and i don't, I don't think i have any more but what that drill said is that if everything lines up perfectly and everything happens the way it's supposed to, that's the hardest that you can possibly throw off the mound. So 100%. ever since that happened, I kinda of bought into what
3: he was saying. So
2: it's
1: very scientific what he had going
4: yeah,
2: on. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like Roy Oswald.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh SAU's baseball program. Been building for a little while, so it's it's well, I mean, what's it like at this point when you're when you're coming on and you're Well we were still
1: we were still at like, the first time SAU had ever been number one in the country, NCAA, was my freshman year. And so we were still kind of building the momentum at this point in time. But, I mean, we were on the map. We had, let's see, I think Gum had won a GSC championship his first year there in 06. And, I mean, we had been to the regionals every year since then. Now he, had, but, now he Gum had been with, good. he was with good heart. Yeah, he really played right. for Goodheart. Uh, he played for. That's right. Yeah. He played for.
4: He, he played on the last team that went to the World Series. Was he playing with Brian Fowler? Um, no, he's a little. Uh,
1: he's a little older than. He's a little older, a little older, than, than, older yeah. than them. Okay, okay.
4: So, so Gum, so Gum's only been coaching for right. couple, mm. a couple of years at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd head only coach? been a head coach in college for well, three years, three or three or four years at that point in time. When the GAC. Um, GSC. GSC, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah,
4: and and so you are, yeah, not Great American Country. That's a yeah, that's a channel on channel. TV. <laughs> yeah. no big deal. Nobody's ever heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> <but> not. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard of GAC. So, all right. Uh, GCA, God Almighty. Anyway, you're <laughs> <marked that> right.
1: <laughs> GAC is what they're
4: uh, in now. Yeah, yeah. that's a Gulf S- South. South conference. conference yeah. Yeah, G S C. what I said. Yeah. I think. You didn't. I didn't. I know. I
1: said GAC again. Yeah.
4: I know. I'm so sorry. He's just being nice, but I'll like, I,
1: I, Well, the GAC yeah, you, is what they're in now. The great, ah, the great American Conference. I just I never played in that conference. We were in told the, you. We were in the GAC. <laughs> uh,
4: so, um, I, so take his past sophomore year. That's when you got the fire. I mean, it's every yeah. kid's dream to play in the majors. Yeah. Right. But you're like, holy crap! I can actually do this, right? Well, so what gave you that idea?
1: That I never even had that that moment until I guess after my junior year, after the season was over. Because it just wasn't it just wasn't the kinda I don't know, the, the team that we had and the players and the coaches and the way it just wasn't really individualized. We were all about the team. I mean, obviously we wanted to have as good numbers as we could. That's how you have a good team. But we just we really I don't know, it's hard to it would have been easy. It probably would've been easy for a lot of us and more than just me. Several of us have been selfish and, and think things like that, but we just didn't. Probably yeah. you, and, you and Cannon were Cannon probably. And I can think there's several of us that were. I mean, we were We were number one. I don't even know. There was a long time there for a while that we were ranked number one in the country. And, there and was, that's your
2: sophomore, junior year, you yeah. number one?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, But we just, I, I don't know. And I played with a bunch of guys that were naturally more talented than I was. What was
0: the were, first uh, like, like hint of? Um, uh, all right, they're looking at me now. Probably. Mm,
1: like for real? Like, yeah, like for real. The, like
0: this, this is going to turn into something. The first
1: weekend of my junior year, because um, Division One hadn't started playing yet; it was just Division Two playing. And at our first home weekend series, first game, there was thirty-seven different scouts there. So, every pitch that was thrown, all you could see behind the home plate was just radar guns going up. Good
4: night, kiddos. Love y'all. Y'all say hi to Mr. Hayden and good night to him. All right. Bye, buddy. Love you. See you, buddy. I like them drawers. Say thanks, dude. want don't you get my dab real quick? That's your signature move. That's
3: Boom. it. All right. There is. <laughs> all right. Good night, Taxter. Uh,. <laughs> ton of radar guns behind home plate. Yeah, you, yeah, see, you see that see it on TV. All the, yeah. Yeah. Was like you their
2: ace at this time? SAU's yeah. ace? mm mm-hmm. your, uh, yeah. your junior year?
1: Yeah. And um, most of most of sophomore year. But there was a guy that... Funny funny thing, actually, a guy named Dr- James Schrader, he got drafted by uh, New York Mets. And his first year here, all he did was play third base. <laughs> and he hit like 19 home runs or something. But the next year... He came into farm. Was like hey, can pitch gets on the mound. He throws ninety five. Wow! So <laughs> wow. He's, wow. he's he's a big guy. Yeah, big big broad shouldered guy. Anyway, he ended up be he ended up pitching in the first game for a while there, but not that he didn't do well. He did well. He was just mm-hmm. I don't know why he did what he did. But I ended up moving to game one about halfway through the year. Yeah. And uh, but and there was let's see, there was like nine guys from my. Team, my junior year, there was like nine guys that either signed or got drafted to play from from SAU, and I think it was the most in any NCAA school in the country. Wow. wow. Not just Division See, I didn't two, know that. I think it was Division
4: One. You were confident when you walked out on that
1: mound, though. They're going to know you were there. Yeah, I mean, if if you weren't, then –
6: then you weren't. You wouldn't be in that position. Yeah, but you got to believe in yourself. Confidence before anybody Confidence is, is a big thing. Well,
1: confidence is like ninety nine percent. Yeah, when you're of, on that
2: pitcher mound, you got and, to have confidence. The
1: longer you play, the longer you play ball, confidence becomes even more important.
2: And but you know things can get
4: in your head, and you know, well, yeah. life happens because we talked about that with Jeffrey. Remember? We did all yeah. the battles and demons it's, that he had to fight, and and just that some of them spur you on, some of them
3: hurt. Some can know? motivate you, and some can. I mean, you don't foresee certain injuries certain things that happened mentally i mean it's, it's just life for whatever reason i started off 24 and 0 shouldn't have been
1: i don't i couldn't tell you how it happened that way but it did just the guys that we played i played with they if i came out of the game and i should have gotten a loss I ended up getting no decision because they would come back and win
2: i asked and, him what his uh motivation was and he said just not to lose so they're yeah.
1: there for a long time Competitiveness. There yeah. for a long time. Go. I went out there because I didn't want to for it all to just shatter and then to be yeah. like, well, it was fun, but so how long it's Not did really those, what it was. How long did those scouts stick around? I mean, were they
4: there every home game, pretty much? And yeah. well, they road as well.
1: But. There were several teams that every every start that I made that year, they were there. Wow. Whether yeah. it was home or away, but after that first weekend, like we were talking about, there was I think it was like eight or nine teams. And it wasn't just me. They were talking to a, a bunch of us. Sure. But over at the gym, there's a uh, studio room. And they had – they would be set up at different tables for these different teams, these scouts, and they would we would just be like – just, you know, rota- just just rotate rota- everybody like, sp- through. Like speed dating. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> what kind see. of
4: stuff would they ask you?
1: Oh, God. Every, anything and everything. <laughs> anything I mean, to throw you off or – Yeah. There was – has been so long ago, I don't remember anything yeah. specifically. But it's
0: around around this time I was working at Holiday Inn in Magnolia, and so you see you see everything.
4: I learned something new every to, day about this guy. I know. I worked. Julie's a bet.
0: <laughs> it was no, so bad. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it was. What? It, it was. Uh, it was around this thank time, you, you. and uh, and this guy came. This real important looking guy came in. He was. Brand new at the time.
4: Oh, 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 oh by, by Sonic. No. Isn't Holiday Inn Express. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. we're talking. About. Okay, not the uh, new new one. That's a Hampton or something. It's isn't it Hampton? Holiday
3: Inn and in Magnolia. That's right
0: yeah. beside Cancun. It's right across from Atwoods. dude. Right across from Taco Bell. I know yeah.
1: it is, man. No its it has
3: been awesome. there since like yeah, twenty years. Wow, like at least when eight you're
6: eight my age, nine years. Uh, eight,
4: yeah, ten years ago, like that. I know. We, I've stayed there. I just didn't. I keep forgetting how young you are. I mean, I'm almost there, yeah. 50 years old, and you're... <laughs> 28. You just got hair. So... <laughs> just got hair. I got you.
0: I, I don't think about things like that. I'm sorry. So anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> I was working at Holiday Inn Express about this time. And <laughs> All I'm marking at is uh, being a jerk. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Anyway. No, not really. Anyway... Um, what I was saying was I was working at Holiday Inn and these important people would come in with all this nice luggage and I looked at this guy one day he was checking in and it, it, the Yankees symbol was on his luggage and I was like Ooh, and uh, he okay. ended up talking and he's like I'm here for Hayden Simpson and I was like wow that is awesome like this that's dude's, pretty cool this dude Jordan immediately said hey I'm Hayden Simpson <laughs> <laughs> well, I know
2: what Jordan probably I mean. and then broke into
4: his room and stole most of his luggage
0: <laughs> that is some good luggage though <laughs>
4: that's pretty neat oh you about to place the jingle
0: anyway
2: what year uh, did you ever graduate from college or yeah yeah, you did graduate I actually just graduated from college so you you uh, got uh, drafted after your junior and senior year I
1: got drafted after my junior year junior year yeah. yeah and I had changed majors twice so I had really only completed like two semesters of what I needed to graduate yeah so luckily in the contract I had it negotiated they would pay were you ever a marketing yes. major? No. Okay. What was your major? Exercise science. Cool. Kinesiology, that
4: kind yeah. of stuff. Cool. Yeah. What um, – I want to know, none of us will ever know that feeling, obviously. Uh, what is it like when – can we talk – again, we talked to Jeffrey. Jeffrey had – not that you didn't earn yours. I mean, you worked hard to
0: 24
4: and oh, <laughs> yeah. 24-0. Yeah. You know, Jeffrey goes to every open tryout. He finally goes to Grambling. And shows out, so you know, just cranking everything over the fence. Um, and he happened; it, it was his day. It was his day. Him and another boy that from around the from Shreveport. Uh, yeah, with,
3: Hayden, to, with Hayden, this was his year. Right, For yeah. a couple of years. for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. That's why. It's so
4: it's such a different position. What's that like? Knowing, okay, they're watching me. You've talked to them, and you've answered their questions. At what moment was it like, holy crap, I'm, I'm I'm going to get drafted. I'm going to make myself eligible for the draft. What was your advice there? I mean, how would that
0: uh, – um, Who did you even talk to about that?
1: Yeah. Well, there was different – Like, as, as you get courted by teams and everything, you also get courted by future agents and advisors and different stuff. So, there was people – I just – I got boxes of them. Just people sending different – You know, I mean, think about – what I can equate it to, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. It's kind of like a, like if you were, crap. I don't really know how, what to equate it to. It's just kind of weird. Like, what
4: literal lottery ticket do
1: you want to buy? Or, well, I'm, it's, or uh, it's being from. Being, I didn't at first. I really didn't understand what the big deal was because yeah. the the it was easy to stay humble with the people I played with because I. I was with these guys every day. I oh, saw how good they were. I mean, yeah. they knew reason, the good the
4: bad, the ugly, reason that, and everything reason
1: that I was doing as well as I was because those guys were that good. Like, yeah. All I had to do was make sure I did my job, and they were going to do theirs. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So, I, it, for a very long time, I didn't didn't really even process it that. Yeah, maybe I could do something that a lot of people could. Like, why me? Yeah. Yeah. How? Yeah. Well, I got you. I'll tell you mine. Because yeah. you
4: felt like you were a unit.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. We every were. time. Yeah. And yeah. The funny thing is, is the first loss that I had came. I threw a no hitter. My sophomore year, first loss came that next weekend. And we got shut out in that loss, but I gave up two home runs that we got beat. And they were in the dugout screaming. It doesn't matter what they were screaming, but it was West Florida. (laughs) And it was was funny. And I just – that really – I thought, like, for a long time, you're you're not going to ever go undefeated for a career. It's just not going to happen. But you never know. Having not experienced that before, luckily – my teammates and everything were, it was, it only got better from there. You know, I'll tell like, you,
3: I'll tell you, my introduction to Hayden was, uh, I don't, I wasn't even in SAU at the time. I don't even know what I was doing there. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead. But no, I was, I was actually at an SAU game, which I never went to. Not the biggest baseball fan anyway, but I would just happened to be there and Hayden's out there on the, on the mount. Uh, I wouldn't even really watch in the game. Number one team in the nation, I'm sure. Should have. Uh, great pitcher going at it. Wouldn't really pay attention. But I did glance over for one split second. He lets the ball go. Fast as all heck. Guy makes connection with it, though. Just right back at him. I mean, directly right back. I thought this guy's about to die. I think Hayden's about to lose his something. Yeah, But he catches the ball behind his back. <laughs> and on, that was on purpose, yeah. I just, uh, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. was, oh, I
1: promise just, you, it wasn't on purpose, <laughs> no, I mean, but,
3: but, well, but it was. It, it happened so fast that I was just like,
1: huh? <laughs> I remember that game, actually, oddly enough. And we hadn't talked about this before just now. It's, you're just bringing this up. Oh, I'm glad I did. But that was that, was, that, was, my, was, that
3: was my introduction. To you. Yeah, I'd actually
1: seen you play football. That was my first, and I wish I hadn't. That was my no, first I'm conference call, actually. Really? Yeah, and the well, guy that hit the ball. You saw his debut, buddy. The guy that hit the ball was one of my good friends from Hot Springs Lakes. He smoked that
3: I thing, and you caught, and caught it right behind your back. Yeah. It's crazy, because you were like, you're still in the follow-through. Mm-hmm. Does he still have you, you just, for that?
1: Uh, no, probably not. That was, <laughs> well, he might. I don't know. Well, it was crazy. It was I I mean, fantastic a fantastic play. Did y'all win? Did y'all win that yeah, game? Yeah, we won.
3: Yeah, I didn't stick around long enough to find that out.
1: Yeah, We won. It's like she, a... she finally showed up
3: and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny but it, was a, but it was a play that even now sticks out in my mind because that's I, I've never I'd never seen that before uh, I'd always seen the pitcher you know have to get carted off yeah. and uh, but you just reached right around him <laughs> what happened I can promise you it.
1: I've had some that went by my face in slow motion I could see this the logo on the ball uh, I
2: miss my face. <laughs> that's that's could you ever, uh could you ever swing the bat any whenever you was pitching? Yeah. I,
0: well, what do you mean? Like hit the ball good. Well, I <laughs> went to college doing both. No, like hold a bat while he's pitching at the same time. He pitched, yeah, like, when could you swing?
2: Baseball a bat, knows I mean, what I'm, I I'm talking about, you know. Nowadays <laughs>
6: yeah, the American
2: League, pitchers don't hit <laughs> They like got right. designated yeah. even in right. it, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. He, he, just, he the was
4: ball. planning for
1: going national league. Yeah. Yeah, all the way. Well, he knew he I was went to hit. college doing both. <laughs> what <laughs> was
4: you what was your you remember what your average was coming out of high school?
1: No. Yeah. Uh, four I, in I, the four hundreds it, it probably had I, to be. I think my senior year was like four eighty five or something. Or five hundred some. Yeah. I mean I don't know uh, well yeah. high school. Pretty, but,
4: well, man. they called me they called me James Bond. got back to double oh seven. They they, they really did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurt. Did but you know actually,
2: that you was gonna get drafted by the Cubs before they even drafted you though? Or? Not, not
1: until probably no, no it did not, <laughs> not, not. Take us to
2: take us to the a,
3: night. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're building up to it, but I, yeah. I, I I can't wait for it. Yeah, yeah I can't no, wait. Yeah. It. Yeah. Let,
4: let's set, the, set the stage, Duke, because we'll never know what that's like. Take us through the day.
5: You and get a, you get an day?
3: agent, or I mean, you did all that with
1: a. I had I had an advisor at okay. the time. Yeah, so you, you did all that. Yeah. And um, everything that we had heard of until then was it was not the first round. We we knew it would be probably within the top three um, between probably like the Angels and Tampa Bay and a couple other teams that had, had cross checkers come look and different things. Because uh, one of my best starts actually was in Tampa at our regional that year. And that was... That was when, I, I guess that was when the Cubs scouting director had saw me play, and a couple other teams. But up leading up until then, no. The, the Cubs were not...
3: They weren't even on your radar. Well, hardly. they were. I mean, they, yeah.
1: they were, but it wasn't like... We had had a couple teams, like Tampa Bay being one of them, and the Angels, that they would come to practice. Like They would come to practices. So they knew, kind of... That, which Which eventually leads to... The problem that I had later on that the Cubs not anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. But there were other teams that I had my fingers crossed that would take me before they would. So just so happens actually Tampa Bay had the seventeenth pick when Chicago had the sixteenth. So So
4: what was your uh what was your favorite team growing up? I'm just curious before we get into uh, the draft. The Braves. The Braves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ironic. It's a yeah. Good. That is who was Full your summer. favorite baseball player? Uh,
1: Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's yeah. your
4: favorite yeah. pitcher? <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, you know, you know Jeffrey Orr? Yeah, yeah. He was gonna, he was gonna try to be your line to get again. He couldn't work it out, um, and uh, yeah, and he roomed with Chipper, Chipper Jones.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That's yeah. Awesome. And, and, and That's the, awesome. which is, I sent you a link if you get a chance in to listen book. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He said <laughs> Chipper Jones, in he, Chipper Jones book. Uh, yeah, if you get a chance to listen. to Listen to the episode he tells some pretty pretty funny stories from training camp. Well, training camp, I'm thinking of the uh, Spring foot, training. Yeah. But from spring training where he took bat and practice with Deion Sanders and Deion Sanders is just like the guy off of uh major league that hip. Willie Maze Hayes. He, <laughs> <laughs> he came the ball straight up, but he was That's there awesome. to run and the Dominican that uh, challenged him to, to race mm-hmm. and he said that Deion had this gold necklace about six inches long. Oh yeah. And he said that when he was running, it was flapping behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so you thought you were going to end up somewhere. Your agent told you, third, well, on third, they second, third, fourth round. Yeah, there, from, that's,
1: from, I mean, from what he knew. Yeah. Like, right. You know, that's never really, mm-hmm. I don't, teams like to, you know, keep the cards close to the chest because if, you know, if too much gets out, then, you know, people, teams know that maybe out they have to take a guy earlier. Right. Because the other teammate. so. Right. Yeah, because there's knows.
4: still going on behind us. They're sliding yeah. down. Absolutely. Making trades. Back. Now, the, the day comes,
3: and, mm. I mean, what kind of walk us through that day. Yeah. Mm. And the night,
4: walk us through the night before as well. I mean, I'm just interested in the whole thing, because that's got to be a family event. I mean.
1: Yeah, well, honestly, it, it wasn't as big as you would probably think, because yeah. we weren't. We weren't really because back then the first the first round was just on the first day. Yeah, so okay. like, you kind
3: of weren't expecting it.
1: No, and we had I had talked to my advisor a little bit, and he said, you know, if it's going to happen in the first round, it's going to be with the Cubs at this pick. So I had a couple of buddies at the time that were Cubs fans, so I just texted them and said, you know, not you don't have to really pay attention, but <laughs> if it's going to happen, it's going to be with the Cubs. So I had a couple friends at the house too. They wanted to make just they wanted to make an event out of it, so they were there. So it was just, it was me and my my dad, my mom, my little brother, his girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, and three friends that were there, and that was it. Yeah. Know, we had it pulled yeah. up on a laptop, just on a, just a chair like I'm sitting in. Yeah. Just watch and, over a laptop. Yeah. And it can't, I don't know.
3: All right. The 15th pick comes in. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Uh, I don't really remember. It's irrelevant. 16th pick comes in. Yeah. What
1: happens? My bud Selig walks out there, everybody gets quiet, and he says it, and by the time my first name comes out of his mouth. I didn't hear anything else. Not couldn't hear anything else you because just, my buddies were screaming. You fr- just, but you had to freak. Yeah. I mean, did you go into shock just, a, little yeah, a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Did you even describe that feeling? No. Man. No. Yeah. yeah. Man. yeah. I wish I could, but, but Jeffrey
4: I, threw up. I mean, he kept telling me he was yeah. he got but threw he up pulled, to pulled up. Pulled, uh, pulled over, the over road. and started throwing
1: up, yeah. which he did that a lot. But so he, yeah. it just, <laughs> uh, you. It was,
4: uh, he said it was indescribable. His self. Yeah, that's what he was saying. That's
1: that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's indescribable. It, it's hard to even put into words. Yeah,
4: we have one of our listeners had some questions for. He's a he's a Cubbies fan. He asked yeah. if he could get tickets. Well, that <laughs> was the question.
3: Well, yeah, you know, I had to
0: I had to put him in his place. Did you sleep at all that night? Mm, probably. Wait, what? What night? The, 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 <laughs> <lights>. <laughs> the, the night,
5: night you <laughs> got drafted?
1: No, probably not. Probably not too yeah. much. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't remember.
3: I mean, did, uh, your, did your phone immediately blow up? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was
1: ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, you weren't expecting it. Your friends weren't expecting it really no, either, right? Not, so when? Well, it really.
3: wasn't. It wasn't long after that. When did they? Magnolia actually declared a Hayden Simpson Day. Did, did they did, really? They. I swear yeah, they, did. they did. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, that. Yeah, they did. I
0: didn't hear about that.
3: I may have been living in Magnolia when that happened.
4: Well, how long did it take for the news to spread?
1: Uh immediately. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, immediately. This wasn't before Facebook. It was that's, that's
4: true. I can't, God, Southern State yeah. College. No, no, I'm not that freaking old, dude.
1: <laughs> it was pretty quick. It was it was ridiculous. I had people stopping by at the house. Uh
0: it was it was pretty crazy. Did people come out of the woodwork? Like, hey man, yeah. remember we
6: went to kindergarten together? <laughs> yeah. and we
0: were best friends. <laughs> remember that? probably that, that. that still happens. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. People just want to say, right. "Oh man, I, I know Hayden. Yeah, we're we're buds. When bought somebody's yeah. coke at McDonald's when you're in eighth grade or something. Like, mm. oh
4: everybody knew you, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I we went to kindergarten with him two semesters. Yeah, <laughs>
1: two sem- maybe three. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting drafted like that. It's never really just a it's never really just a one-person thing. I mean, there's so, there's so many different people going back so long that, that have a part to do with it and have their hand in it. And I've talked about my teammates several times. I, who knows? I don't know if I would even have gotten the opportunity if I hadn't have played with some of the guys that I played with. Because no,
4: yeah, you, 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 you didn't throw 24 no-hitters. I mean, no, no. I mean, I,
1: they, they had to back th- you up. Absolutely. Yeah. I played with two of the best catchers that probably S.A.U.'s ever had.
3: Yeah. Both, now, of, both of them got drafted. Yeah. Both of them. Now, after you get drafted 16th overall, first round Chicago Cubs, when good. did the Cubs actually reach out to you and say, hey, we – I mean, when did those next steps come out? I mean, about was it immediate? A minute and a half right. afterwards. Okay. Yeah. So who, yeah. who called you? And t- I mean, it what was the say?
1: scout that. Called- well, no, it wasn't. It was um, Lou Pinella. <laughs> no, I did. I did meet Lou Piniella, um, but I don't, I don't remember much about that. But it was. It was either the scout that had been, or, I think it may have been Tim Wilkins, who was the scouting director at the time. I think that that may have been who it was, but. I mean, within 15 minutes of it happened, I was doing interviews with Chicago newspapers and all kinds of crap. Did The Tribune, <laughs> did they reach out? I, yeah. So, um,
3: I, I it was weird. It's hard to explain. What this. he's yeah. getting at is if STF was around at that time, yeah. he would have saved all of this for us first. Yeah, absolutely. But, but we should have absolutely. not be around. Would you have us I got it. For sure. I can tell that's what Ticket. he's getting yeah. at. But
2: we would have wanted tickets. Absolutely. Third baseline. Okay. First seat, seats thing? in the Dugout. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> I, may have actually, I may have actually watched more than one
4: pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Earl Gill just sent me and you a um, our media credentials for the Super Bowl. The application for the media credentials. Sweet. Since we're a podcast, we are considered media. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. But uh, we got to afford a plane ticket to Minnesota, so we have to do a fundraiser. No, that reminds me of Patreon. Patreon. No, <laughs> Uh, um, call me. You know, some things are going to just be burnt in your memory, and it's to me. Okay, they call, they call you sale, or call yeah. you all right. I kind of no had cell phones back then. Oh my God! Was, it a, a, was it a brick? Was it a
6: brick no. phone? Did you ever ring back tone back then?
4: Maybe I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember what he what he said? Because you had to be intently
1: listening to this here, surely. Honestly, I don't remember because <laughs> it was still. I really don't. It was kind of all I knew is that everything still rained. Is is that like yeah, you're still yeah. in shock. Yeah, so I honestly don't remember what he said. Uh, what your parents say? Were your parents there with, yeah. with you in your front? All I remember is my mom freaking out and screaming, and my dad screaming, at everybody else to shut up because he couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I remember that. They said because they said I was a left handed pitcher from central Arkansas. <laughs> so it started so off. So it, yeah, start, they, it started off
4: no
3: clue.
1: No, they didn't. And the Cubs thought it was funny that that the people doing the draft
3: weren't prepared for that. Right. Oh yeah. And that's the story. And that's where Alan's been trying to get at for a year now.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I really want. <laughs> I want to dig into that. You know, because uh, I can't really talk about it. But I know your parents, and you know how I know your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I know some of the behind the story. Yeah. I want your take, and that's what our listeners want. Cause we
3: do have Cubby fans,
1: and
4: we do.
3: Uh, there are a ton in Magnolia, actually. Oh, I mean, oh just God. a lot.
1: Yeah, before there's, even... Yeah, there's a lot more than you would have ever it's thought. It's really weird. And
3: Cardinals,
4: Cubbies, and then we got the Rangers fans. We got the Astros, Astros fans and, and
1: Braves.
4: Uh, Astros. You're fans. the only Astros fan around here. And guess who's kicking butt? <laughs> You're yeah. going
2: win tonight. No, I doubt it. <laughs> 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 but they got beat by a grave I mean What
5: uh, <laughs> They turned
2: around I guess
4: who's kicking butt <laughs> They win tonight
3: like, They were up
2: They, were up. <laughs> they
4: never win they, they were up like the, one.
3: They are like the Cowboys But they
2: were up 2-1 <laughs> <laughs> They was up 2-1 on, on the Yankees oh, they, were <laughs> they may have won They were up 4 They
1: were up 4-0 And then Well shoot Ju- yeah, we Judge won. hit a home Well oh. They were coming back oh. They tied the
2: game Don't I want to hit Judge in the mouth I'll find it for you But he, He's got a Big old teeth, big. Old, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna. I'm he's gonna, got a big. Mm. He's, he's got a big old teeth. <laughs> that sucker. His mama bred
0: with Mister Ed. What a big teeth you have. <laughs> you want to mark that? one. <laughs> no, we're not marking that. <laughs> we want people to hear that. What a big teeth we have. Yeah, you have, beat the Astros. That's a big boy,
2: huh? Did they really? It was six, six to two, four, tied up two to two. They're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: my god. It's always funnier for Jeffrey. We have to help out.
3: Oh yeah. You're getting around, you're meeting the organization, everything mm-hmm. like that. It, it, kind of describe that to us as well. Well, they flew
1: They flew us, first of all, let me back up, because the whole story with, the whole story with a Big whole oh, Yeah, there the was whole, a big skip. The whole, yeah, whole, yeah.
3: See, see, this is what our listeners aren't, uh, they're not going to understand because yeah, the they don't know. The whole
1: story with the Mono started back during the SAU season.
4: Yeah, okay, so it yeah, so so goes take, back even that far. Got, so, yeah, see, take did, us through everything that happened to you, Till where you felt like, oh crap, this is coming to an end.
1: Well, see, I'd never been hurt, never been sick. I'd never even had the flu before. Never been sick, never missed anything. So about let's see, it was probably middle of April, my junior year. I just started feeling like crap for for no reason. I didn't know why. Now I played through it and everything else, but I was I was struggling to do it. Like I quit going to class. I couldn't. I was sitting in class sweating. And there was nothing, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Well, anyway, so it, what, I think that was the first bout with the mono and everything. And I, I'd gotten over it, but about the time, actually it was in Chicago. They flew, they flew us up to Chicago. They. It's you and, you and your dad, right? No, it was my whole family. Oh, okay. Yeah. They flew mom, dad, little brother. They flew us all up there. So we were there the first day, signed the contract and everything. At the, they do a physical at all? Yeah. Or, and, well, yeah, they did. They did a physical and passed all that. Okay. Um, among the 150 drug tests that I had taken from the time my junior year started till, crap, all the way through playing pro ball, I got drug tests at least 200 times. Mm-hmm. They, because they drug test the top 200 prospects, I think two or three times throughout the college season. Oh, so man. these people would show up at my house just Whoa, the, the most just unannounced well, with a cup. No, they would call and say, Yeah, with a cup. And they would say, Drop them, and I'm going to stand here and watch you pee in this cup. And these
0: are for PEDs, too,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. No, that's what it was for. Oh, so yeah. no,
0: no like <laughs> <was> for.
1: Well, <laughs> I
4: don't
0: know. Just stuff like that. I, it yeah. was, it was
1: for, Yeah, it was for PED. Is, so. is
4: is Romy's line. Okay. he's we, He's got a t shirt. Hashtag so. PED. He says it every episode.
3: <laughs> just <laughs> say it right now.
1: D- just do,
4: say PD.
6: PD.
1: Okay. feel <laughs> better. When we got in Chicago, the second day, second day, we showed up. They took us to the ballpark. They, I threw a bullpen at Wrigley on the field. Got dressed. Went and sat in the stands. Was sitting there for about two or three innings. Started feeling bad. So I went and saw the team doctor in, in the, the <laughs> clubhouse, right? So you walk in and he's going, Oh, this quick? This is not looking good. Well, he no. He might have been thinking it, he didn't say it. But (laughs) he might have been thinking, it's like I just feel like crap. But maybe Uh the kid just has the flu or something. So he gave me some antibiotics for it. And I took the antibiotics, went back, sat in the stands. Two innings later, I'm throwing up. Just I'm throwing up. So he found out that I was allergic to what he gave me. Oh crap. So that helps. We go anyway, we end up leaving the game early, going back to the hotel. We're eating with a bunch of the team i don't remember who they are I, mean, I hope anyway i don't remember their names but it was a bunch of the higher-ups with the organization different things like that i had to leave the dinner about 20 minutes into the dinner with with these people i physically could not sit there any longer wow I was, I, that's how terrible i felt went back to the hotel room and for the rest of the trip that we were there my parents and it's funny because i was looking through pictures the other day for um the Hall of Fame banquet and stuff that's this weekend. Mm-hmm. They wanted recent pictures. There's no pictures of me from that whole trip with them. Yeah, because I was in the hotel room sick that whole time. But that was. Are they on Facebook? Ah, uh, maybe. Which I'd say, Well,
4: because I would raffled through. Um, I stalk you on Facebook, and uh, <laughs> gosh, no, I'd raffled through, and there's not a ton of you at, at that little time. But yeah, it's like it looks like like right after college, up up to yeah. your signing. You throw in some. Th- you probably saw what I put put on Facebook, yeah. uh, uh, and but then there's some with your family and stuff yeah. like that. So I'm just wondering was yeah. that the, were well, you
1: sick during some of those? Well, they they wanted me to stay in Chicago until I started feeling better, okay. but there was no point in doing that. I didn't think. I thought it would just be quick. I'd go back home, start feeling better, and I'd go out and play. Well, the doctor said when I was there that if I kept feeling bad, he wanted me to go get tested for mono. Wanted me to go get the whatever the MRIs and everything. Mm-hmm. Kept feeling worse. Went to the doctor, and my spleen was six times larger than it was supposed to be. Wow. Okay. <sighs> so, from right then, they knew it was mono. Yeah. There's nothing you can do for that. Right. What they were afraid of is that it was a relapse. And if it was a relapse, it was going to last longer and be worse, which goes back to me being sick the first time. Mm. Yeah. It's, that's what it, we assumed it was a relapse from it. So... There's nothing you can do from it now. Me being stubborn and being from South Arkansas, not, I was
3: about to ask. You can't a, tell
1: me that I'm going to sit on my butt and not do nothing. A very related
3: yeah. question. You're sitting there saying you're having dinner with Chicago Cubs higher mm. ups. You're in Chicago. You're from South Arkansas. Yeah, I'm from Magnolia. Is that culture shock for them? I mean, when mm. you get up there, because I mean, they're meeting people from all over anyway. But South probably, Arkansas is. Yeah, I mean, that's it, uh, probably not so much for them. It kind of was for all of us. Yeah. At,
1: at the time and it wasn't for me I mean I'm not really they're the ones that picked me to play right
4: and that's, and that's, that's, and that's a that, good point that was
1: the that was the contrast I was going to draw with him
4: and Jeffrey's the fact that Jeffrey to him is this dream that he knew had a time clock mm-hmm. and he's coming out his junior year of college and that's what I was wondering yeah, like, Jeff, that Jeff, confidence Jeff was a little bit older. of that they picked he was 23 he was 23 he was a little well, bit older it, and he knew yeah. and they picked and you got to think they picked me first. Yeah. So that's got to be a whole different yeah. level of these guys that normally wouldn't make me crap my pants, they picked me. Yeah. So they saw something in you that even you didn't really see yet possibly. Well, was, see, it,
1: I should have been thinking that way at the time, but I wasn't. Yeah. So
4: you're intimidated?
1: Or, no, I, was, or thinking in more, or I was thinking more of these, these people picked me to play baseball and they're going to pay me to do it. That's what I should do. That's what I should be trying to do. I should be doing everything I can to be playing. And the whole that whole summer when the rest of the draft class was going out to play, I wasn't there. And everybody everything you would read would be like, Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? Well, I wanted six. to be
0: there, I can promise you that. So you were you were but sick and down that whole summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had so mono yeah.
1: I had mono from June June sixteenth or something till Thanksgiving of that year. Oh my god. I gosh. did not I didn't get cleared. Till Thanksgiving. Of that year. So, Man. what
4: type of what type of uh, heat were you taking in the media? Oh, I mean, it, what what was the it one- was
1: well what sticks stopped, out in your mind? Uh, the picture that the picture that has okay, I, I know the picture. Let me think. It's the Sau background in the background, and it's the picture that's like a cutout, but it's just a big question mark. You can't see my face oh, or anything. It's yeah. just question I, mark. I've oh, not wow. seen that. Yeah, that that one. That's the one that sticks out. And I, the funny thing is, is, I don't know what these people were thinking. Like, you think that I don't want to be there? You've lost your mind. Give me a break,
2: and, man. That's sorry,
1: but I couldn't. They, they literally wouldn't let me go. They wouldn't let me do anything. And me being stubborn, instead of just sitting down and not doing anything, thinking I'll you know get healthy, go back to spring training, I kept trying to work out. Eventually, not not right away, but after a little bit of time, I started trying to work out, doing something to to turns out that was probably the worst thing I could have done.
0: They were obviously keeping in contact with you the mm-hmm. whole summer. The whole time. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. It was all the time. It was,
0: it Dude, was all I the mean, time. They, yeah. yeah.
3: Making this investment. They got it.
0: So, yeah. I mean. So
6: Did we, they give you any kind of advisor like, you know, you don't need to do any kind of physical activity? Did they give you any kind of well, wisdom like that? or
1: It's funny because it's kind of yes and no. It was kind of, you talk to one person, they're like, well, you know, we we got faith in you. We don't want you to do anything to hurt yourself coming back. And then somebody else calls on the phone, and they make you feel like that that you're letting them down by not already being right, there. It's right.
3: It's like, and, the, the, the- and 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 there's where the mental struggle is, and that's where Jeffrey kind of helped uh, eliminate that is. Is the stuff that goes on in between the ears. I and mean, this guy's physically sick, but now the mental toll's got to him because he's feel like he's letting people down. The mental toll was
1: worse than the physical Exactly, That's what
3: I'm getting. You start messing with the
1: confidence. That you of, said yeah. is 99% key. It, 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 that's one thing that you, once you start losing it, you never can't really ever get that back where it was. So November comes around and you get cleared. Yeah.
3: What happens right I go after
1: out. That? I go out to where their spring training place is in Mesa, Arizona. To where um, they have, they usually have a fall camp, like a, where their top prospects go and they stay and they work out there all year. So I go out there and I stay there for a week and I was there and everything went fine. I mean, obviously, I'm not where I want to be, where I would like to be at the time, but everything's fine. At this point in time, I'm still thinking that they still have confidence, all the confidence in right. the world. I'm going to come back and be fine. So I come back in spring training and obviously, my velo is not where it was when they drafted me. I just had mono for six and a half months. But it was to me, it was fine. I was not up to 92, which at the time, during spring training, nobody's velo is what it's going to be once they – so I'm fine with it. Well, that was kind of – they started trying to change everything in the world. and so They started messing with your mechanics. Everything. And mechanics, your contract.
4: But now – and I know now, and learning that lesson from you, but there's some other – Agents that know that they can put that in their contract, like Lincecum had that in his yeah, contract. Do you cannot mess with my
1: son's mechanics. Trevor Bauer did too. Um, but see, I had changed. I had changed agents too from the guy that saw me play in college that yeah. I signed with to the guy that I was with now. Okay, that was probably mistake number one, right there on my part. What's on
6: the change? Somebody talking no, into it. Well,
1: he, <laughs> the company he was with. He had the guy that the guy that I left was he was suspended by the MLB from working. Oh, wow, because he, he left the company he was with and didn't tell them he was leaving. <laughs> didn't like pull a Jerry Maguire, yeah. So it honestly didn't it, even give him a sorry a, for your loss card, you
3: know. It's, and say a, <laughs> it's me in
4: two
1: weeks, <laughs> didn't even do
4: that. I, so I, he lit and you. So you weren't aware. Were you aware of the trouble with him and his own company? Not at
1: the time. After yeah. after the fact, yeah.
4: So after that, except I knew there was some funny business, and I, yeah. I read an article somewhere, and there was some funny business around that whole with it him, was, the draft, and all that. It, there was something he screwy. Was, he there. was
1: trying. He was trying. <clears throat> I think he was trying to go to this new company, which. Maybe it'll come to me in a minute. I know the name of the company. It's just not clicking right now. But he was trying to leave these people and go to these people and bring everybody from his class that he had just drafted with him over here.
4: Bringing his
0: money And some
1: of his other clients that he had. Yeah. Well, what I should have done is just stayed with him and just moved companies. Because this is the guy that when push comes to shove and you need somebody on the phone saying stop messing with him. Yeah. He would have done it, I guess. He yeah. he he's, he's seen me. Yeah. He's seen he me. saw you at your he best. He saw me at my best. He saw literally he was there for all of it. Yeah. And the guy I was with wasn't. All he's going by is what I'm telling him. Yeah. So And he's just looking at dollar signs, potentially. Much, yeah. He's not doing a freaking thing. I can promise you that.
4: Was he trying to uh was and he, he in care. your was he
1: in your ear Who? saying you need to get well. You Who? need to get the, guy, the new guy. Well yeah. Well so, like he hey. was he was and he wasn't. Um, he was a – the guy that I'm talking about had Cliff Lee. Y'all know the Cliff Lee pitcher for – Yeah, for the Phillies. For the Phillies and the Rangers. And yeah.
2: That was his big client. He won a World Series and with Travis, the Yeah,
1: he, he had several of those guys. So he had several of those guys. So he wasn't too worried about what was going on lower because those are the guys that are making him his money. So who knows if he was really – I don't know how much he actually did or how much he didn't do. Gotcha. But. So your other, uh, and this is the second agent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: So Cliff Lee wasn't he from the Razorbacks too. Yeah. What yeah. He's go from ahead.
1: he's from Benton, mm-hmm.
4: right? So your first agent, he, he uh, whatever happened to him? I don't know. any him. idea. Yeah. You ever try to talk to him again? Mm-hmm.
1: No. He showed up at the house after after he left, and I told him that I was going to go with somebody new. He showed up at the house, talked for a little while. Finally, told him to leave. Yeah, but never never heard from him after that. So yeah. the,
3: the I mean, they're they're working on the mechanics that everything. Well, they're changing. They're changing it. And, and do you feel kind of a, a loss of? I mean, you're, you're coming off a, a, a sickness for six months. Yeah. I mean, and physically, you're not. You got to
1: remember where I come from, too. Everybody that works with you and that that coaches you has your best interest in mind. Yeah. Well, now you're in a world where everybody's working with you has their business. business in mind. Yeah. They're trying to get to where you're trying to go, too. And if you fail, next year's whole new draft. And this is spring Turnover training.
0: big time. This is spring training right now of 2013. Well, this was 2011. No, 2011. 2011.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. in Yeah. Oh, okay. This was, so, I mean, it was I remember the day. The day before, the day before I got called into the office and they were talking to me saying, B looks good, this and that. Like, well, good. I'm on the right track. The next day, threw a bullpen and, from here where I'm standing here, the way y'all are sitting right here, that's how many coaches were around trying to say something different. Oh heck. Saying something different. This is why you can't do this, this is why you can't do that. This no is fight. stuff that i had always done. Yeah. So I'm trying to listen to everybody.
2: And ninety two as fast as you got.
1: Yeah. Then Yeah. I mean I eventually got back up, but, but it you was but after, you had to you had to build your weight back up. You had to build you had to get back on that route.
4: Did you go back to your routine that you followed at SAU I, and I tried and
1: yeah. But I, I say I tried, and, but I didn't at the same time because, remember, I was thinking that everybody that was going to be talking to me was going to be giving me something that's going to help. Yeah, right. But, I mean, it turns out it wasn't that way. I yeah. should have just not listened to any of it. Yeah. Because uh, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is your numbers on the field at that level. Yeah. And you can say all you want, like, this was happening. Nobody believes it. Yeah. And they shouldn't. I mean, why? why should they? But... Well, it's um, because the story is, it's
4: it's more, it's, it's not as entertaining as Mono, right? And that's the deal, and and that's why I wanted people to to hear,
3: right? Cause I
4: mean, that, and a matter of fact, because me and, and me and Jordan, when we started laying out all of our guests, I named this episode "How Mono Changed the Draft of the uh, the, fir- the first round draft of the." Chicago Cubs in the 2000 whatever. And, and it was, it was, it was the stories about mono.
5: Yeah.
1: If
4: you would have never
1: yeah. encountered well, mono, it hadn't, who knows? It hadn't even gotten into it, into the entertaining part of it yet.
3: Right. So, I and mean, that's, uh, and that's where, that's where Allen, I know, was itching to get to here because I, I mean, I, I, just this is me from an outside perspective because again, I saw you throw one pitch in college. I'd always heard about you. Even yeah. I even celebrated Hayden since some day in Magnolia. We still do. Uh, you know, I've set off I don't know how many fireworks. Oh my! I mean, God. it was it was amazing. I mean, we got house for a barbecue. I got your face printed on shirts. I passed them out. It was amazing. I got, I got a tat. Yeah, he's got a tat. <laughs> Looks a little smudged. Yeah, they're stupid. But no, I, it's twenty years ago. But it, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. You're quit saying you're older than you are. <laughs> but anyway outside perspective uh i always heard it was just it was the mono thing it was uh you know what, what's he what's he doing back or, or you know what happened or is he does he is he training is he playing it was no he's he's sick he's sick he's sick okay i got that and that's as far as i think any a lot of people ever got was okay i guess he just got sick well and and that's and and then alan says well there's more to it and the this is the opportunity that we were so, kind of waiting on. So, we go. They send me out
1: to Peoria, Illinois, which is Midwest League. First, and I start the first game for them out there. I think I struck out eight or nine in my first outing there. You're still not 100%. Well. Well, well, this is before I let them completely get to my head. Okay, So, I strike out nine in this game, and my v- I'm up to 94. Oh. Well, that's not good enough. Okay. Still. Still working up. Is this so, single A? Yeah, and um, so I started getting these calls from. Mind you, at the same time, this was one of the worst teams in all of baseball. Farm systems terrible. Everything should have been the best situation in the world. Had what happened not ever happened, it just would have moved right on through. But as it turns out, you got a bunch of people trying to save their jobs, and the way you save your job in that business is you throw somebody else under the bus if you think it's going to help you save your job. Yeah, you you got to got to step on a few backs to get your way up to the top. Well, you got people like the um, the uh, minor league coordinator. I and I won't say his name, but he he would call all the time. And the only thing he would say most of the time when he called was, "We don't care what your numbers are. We literally we don't care what your numbers are. We don't care if you walk everybody in the world. We want your velocity to come back." And that happened at least ten times that I that I can even recall, and it probably happened more. So, what am I thinking? I'm thinking that that's what that means. They don't care. So I stopped getting away from pitching, stopped throwing my slider at all because they told me I couldn't throw it no more. They they pretty much get handcuffed into only throwing fastballs every single pitch,
4: as hard as you can. I mean, as hard as I can placing them.
1: But still, you're playing. I mean, what are you doing? You're playing. The other guys are playing professionals too. You're throwing batting practice. I'm just. Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. what it came down they to. they cracked it. And so my numbers became terrible. they're, they're still ch- saying. But they're that. still saying. They're still don't saying. Worry don't worry about care. the numbers. We don't care. Well, yeah, we don't, don't care. care. We don't Looking care. at the
4: Hard. radar and seeing what's going on.
1: Right? And yeah, it just, it got to.
3: <laughs> now, What now? what <laughs> is your, I mean, honest opinion on why they were doing that? Why well, handcuffing you to that point? Is it just about? I don't know if, well, I think it goes back to, I think it was a bunch of people trying to save their jobs.
1: I think it was if they thought that if this would... Who really knows? I really don't know. I really don't know. But they were changing my mechanics. They were changing the way I, I did everything with my arm. Everything. To where it hurt. Literally, it hurt to start the car. When I would get in the car to leave the ballpark every night... It'd be, I'd have to start with my left hand. Okay, that's, at, that's how at, bad it now. Did turn. you
4: call your agent? And say, hey, look, dude. I called him all the time. What did he say about? Them? I mean, that well, I, just yeah, I can't crank the freaking car.
1: I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. Talk to never, him. Never, never. So I got to. MRIs at the end of the year, and I'm thinking it's my shoulder because I've never yeah. had shoulder problems before ever. Yeah, and yeah. got MRI sure. shoulder and elbow, and shoulder. They said the shoulder thing was fine. It was just a bunch of micro tears, nothing out of the ordinary. But they were like, but you're going to have to have Tommy John because your UCL is torn. I said, mm, no, Boy. my UCL is not torn.
4: Never hurt your arm in your
1: life. No, my UCL is not torn. I would know the difference in that. I go get a second opinion of Dr. Andrews and I have a three-inch long stress fracture in my elbow, in this bone. The main bone in your elbow. From what? From them changing how he threw it. but they, they them sh- from, from pushing through it. I guess, I don't know. What I should have done is said, hey, it hurts. I'm, I'm not going to do anything else. That's not the way I was raised. That's not where you could, you know, and you could, because they got fifty other guys that they well, replace you with, right? I could have, I could have. That's what that's what guys do in pro ball. If they're not going to go out and be a, at their absolute best, they just don't go out and play. Because if you don't go out and play, nobody can say what well, you can't do it. You yeah. can't play. You're not All right. But if you go out there and after the fact you say you hurt, it looks like an excuse.
4: Ah, gotcha. You just yeah. so what they're are you only, supposed to
1: do? I mean, yeah. But all this, I, stuff and I didn't that have you, anybody telling me that.
4: I didn't if, have anybody to give me that advice. And I know don't well, just—I don't want to skip too far here, but knowing just up to the point you're at now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're in—you're in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you know today, what would you have done different up to that? From from the night of the dra- from the day of the draft up to Arizona,
1: what would you have done different? So, the yeah. only thing that I would have done different was as soon as it started hurting to throw. Period. Yeah. I would have said something out. That would have been it. I would have said on my butt till my arm stopped hurting. Yeah. And it eventually stopped hurting. The last spring training I was in, I was back up to 96, but just didn't matter. Yeah. How old just are you? It just didn't matter. How old are you right now? 28. Okay. Um. So,
4: all right. So, after after Arizona, so where, so t- how, what, what were your final numbers in Arizona?
3: Uh, mm. Do you remember? No. Numbers didn't matter. They are terrible.
4: Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Because that, they told you, it, I told you. I mean, that's. They told you it didn't matter, but it no. was Alpha Good excuse that they could use against you if they wanted right.
3: to. Right? They were just building, basically building the case against them because they we're going to throw this guy to, under save the bus the, to
4: save their own job. Because I got to save my because, job. And
3: you had an agent that didn't blame, care
4: because
1: they were going to blame everything on the scouting director, so that this minor league coordinator could keep his job. Right. Saying, well, it's not my fault. It's the guys they're giving me. So it's the low guy on the totem pole. And the player, pretty much, pretty much, yeah.
4: So you um so you end up uh, getting thrown on the bus because they're actually leading you on a path of destruction. Oh, it, yeah. No, because they knew you didn't know it. You're a country eventually, bumpkin. Eventually, you... I
3: figured it out. Yeah, but at well, that like point, like time, you said, everybody's it's... out for their own interests. You're a young guy. You're the first round draft pick. Yeah. You think, hey, these guys are gonna they're, they're looking out for me. They, they want to take you care of think. this is an investment you of theirs.
4: But something interesting though, and and you correct me if I'm wrong, but you had not spent a lot, you had not spent many nights away from Magnolia, Arkansas, and had you. You was pretty much kind of a homeboy,
1: right? No, yeah, but I that never mattered. No, no, no. not at well, all.
4: No, 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 no. And I wasn't thinking like you were no. homesick. No, I don't think that at all. That's not what I'm saying is that when P, you get into certain organizations like this where you learn that. A m-
3: little more ruthless
4: than yeah, the yeah, Magnolia yeah, When you get to the real, that's right. So that's what I mean. The ruthlessness. Yes. small town okay, well, That's fair. That's fair. Your, that's old, fair. your yes. old country guys like, we can get over on you in a second.
1: You learned it the I had hard to learn way. That. I had to learn it the hard way, but I learned it real quick. Yeah. It just took a, probably a little bit longer than I needed it to. So what was after Mesa?
4: Um, it was, I'm sorry, it was Mesa, right? Yeah. What happened after Nerf Mesa? When when, did, uh, when was the season over there? What was your next move?
1: After my first year was when they just they swept house. That was when Epstein became president of baseball operations. Literally, every single person that was responsible with me being there was gone. Wow. Was gone. So, I didn't even have anybody there anymore that could say, this is what... It was just all gone.
4: Nobody had seen you win.
3: No, so and all they knew, all there they knew was the bad with, with your th- numbers that didn't matter earlier, and now nobody there, and suddenly, even man. even to go to bat for you. No nope. pun intended. Yeah.
2: Sabotage and politics. Well, I, politics. Look, it,
1: I'm it, a lot of it. That sounds bad. I'm not trying to throw, all, but there's a lot of things that I feel like a right. lot of guys know going in that I didn't know, and I didn't have anybody to tell me. No- that
4: exact exactly, and that's why I always felt like that he was taking that Hayden was taking it, and I don't mean to speak for you. Alan's been bragging saying this is going to be his platform. <laughs> no, uh, no, and I'll, and I'll and I'll and I'll shut up if you need me to, because it just it really infuriates me because of hear of hearing your dad and mom talk about it mm-hmm. and how broken hearted yeah. they were over it, that you were freaking railroaded. Basically, it wasn't your fault that you had mono.
1: Yeah, well that, that I was couldn't not control that. There, then you there got
4: was, bad advice. Then yeah. you ha- you did have an agent that cared, and then you switched agents thinking maybe that was the right decision, somebody that was maybe a, yeah. little, maybe a little bigger.
1: Yeah, well, I went not. to a guy that was from Arkansas, Yeah, a guy that's based out of Arkansas. Usually, if you're a guy that comes out of Arkansas, you usually sign with this guy. But looking back, he didn't know about me in the first place. I probably shouldn't have been with him. Exactly,
4: because he never wanted to talk to you in the first place, right? That's another so, lesson learned. Right, but, so it's just like – and there was nobody there just to guide you mm. at each step away. Like, look, did this guy even talk to you? Did he ever call you? Even no. so, but he said you should be, should be with. So you're already down here on his call list. Yeah. And, and, uh, God, it seemed like, I, I, you, I'm sure you long for the day of, you wish you had that agent back, yeah. that first agent. Yeah. And, so, and that's what that's what's infuriating, and what people there's so many rumors that got started and why it fell apart, and, and I heard the homesick and the and all of this stuff. Uh, but I just thought the being away from home that you would be it's the fact that that people think that because we talk with a southern accent, number one, that we're stupid. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in an environment. We naturally, I think, I think also or just our culture in the South is that we trust each other. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. yeah we're a little bit more trusting,
3: and there they it's cutthroat. Absolutely. Well, you think? Well, about here we it, give people the benefit you, of the doubt. Really, I mean, we always that's well always. And when you
1: think about it on a bigger scale, it's yeah, they're, you're in the same organization, but at the end of the day, there's there's five starting pitching jobs on one team, and all two hundred and fifty pitchers that are in that organization are trying to get one of those five jobs. So, to try to be friends with the other pitchers in the organization, right? That that's dumb because they're gonna they're gonna try to railroad you as much as they can. You know, if they can get in your head. So that was a mistake. That not a mistake. That was a lesson I had to learn really early on. Is that, especially from having played with.
2: Now that they say you were well, yeah. Goes. I mean,
6: you you come up in the land where your team is like brotherhood. You take care of each other. Found out real quick, right. that's yeah. Not the way it is,
2: right? After you found that hairline fracture in elbow, did you go get it fixed? Let it. Well, heal? there's
6: nothing you can do for it. Yeah, you have to
1: just let you it healed heal and own. then you started
2: pitching again, and yeah. that's when well, you got up to 96. After well, that, there
1: was nothing I could do. Now it stopped hurting. It was still there, obviously. But what's the difference
2: between a hairline and a well, semi fracture? Okay, Stress well, fracture on
1: the on the MRI. It looked like this UCL ligament was torn. So when I went and got a second opinion from Doctor Andrews down in uh wherever he is, I forget, Pensacola. Uh Doctor Andrews, uh the knee doctor. Yeah, I anyway, know him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that guy. He uh he said that it <laughs> that it wasn't a torn UCL, but it was a stress fracture. And he gave me something like a bone regrowth machine. I don't know what it was, but it was kind of like a like a souped-up
2: um, massager? No. Was it, uh,
1: was it a not a Was it a sonic uh, deal that they put on it? Ultrasound. It was like a... Yeah.
2: That's what it, I had on my back.
4: There's some kind of sonic bone thing because I just had neck surgery and I got a...
3: tinge unit.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> some kind of satin deal. It makes your,
6: grown, yeah. your bone grow faster. It was faster. something
3: like that. What was the movie with the kid that messed his arm up Rookie and he could throw... Rookie, so it didn't do that. It didn't have that effect on you. No. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that was a great movie. He also played for the Cubs.
3: Yeah, he did. He did.
1: And I love Angels on that field. But
6: anyway, I digress. <laughs>
1: That's a good movie too.
4: I like but, the rookie. Yeah, so. The rookie would be cool, yeah. and you still could pull off the rookie with Dennis Quaid.
1: You you still have, you have ever time seen that movie? was thirty. Do I, do I have to keep? He waiting? was thirty eight. Sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do
6: I have to wait till I get older? No, you do oh, Next wow. year
4: we're going to put you kidding. on the uh, chase
2: training program. You think you train?
6: <laughs> Look at this foe right here.
2: Who hey, we? Uh, as for pitching why pitcher wise, who did you idol- idolize growing up? Pitchers?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't really know if there was one. He didn't idolize uh, no see, I didn't Nolan even, Ryan. Well, I, see, I didn't even start pitching until I was sixteen, a sophomore in high school. Like Chipper Jones was. What was your oh shortstop? shortstop. shortstop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually went to college to do both. I got recruited to do both, and I quit. I quit playing shortstop and quit hitting after my freshman year in college because I knew if I was going to have a chance, it was going to be on the mound.
2: Did you play summer ball and stuff Mm -hmm. during high school? Did you play at the boys' club a good bit, or Uh, was it uh, American Legion ball? It was – in high school, it was Legion.
1: I I think I quit playing boys' club after – I think it was like 12. We started playing U-Triple-S-A ball. They did some travel off the travel ball. When I started doing that, like, there was only six teams in the whole state. They were our age. Wow. So – it, it yeah. was really early on in that. Did you ever do the big travel ball, like where you had to actually, like, yeah, go to the states yeah. and the, you did mm-hmm. the big stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were thirteen. I think we finished sixth in the World Series. There was like one hundred and thirteen teams there. Wow, or something. Golly.
3: You were legit. We sucked. Mm-hmm. No, I, I do have a question. We were just talking about uh, earlier when you said that the new organization was coming mm-hmm. along. They cleaned out everybody yep. that it, that. Knew you, knew your background yeah. had been giving you all this bad advice. Yeah. Anyway, but, they come in. What are their impressions of you, and how how are you uh, mingling was, with them? I mean, uh, how, how's that
1: all working now? They hated me from day one. That's and when I say they cleaned house, it was with the players too. Like oh, everybody yeah. that they hadn't drafted, they pretty much got rid of Javier Baez and Matt Caesar and one other. That I, that I I can't remember his name right now at the moment. Those were the only two guys from the the former regime that they even kept around. And um that that was just what it was. It's it's hard not to be bitter, but I mean you think about it it's a business at the end of the day and that was kind of the lesson learned. You know, that, that's what I tell guys all the time, especially guys that get a chance to play pro ball from SAU like David Harris he's still playing and a couple of other ones. It's you do what you do and you know, if somebody tries to change it if it didn't that's not what got you there? Don't do it. It's one of those things. Like nobody was there to tell me that I wish somebody would have been, but but there wasn't really. So have you helped some of those guys? I mean they have they called you and that's what made me made me know that I want to coach. That I want to get into coaching. Is is that whole aspect
3: of it and it's just
1: it's just one of those things.
3: I now mean, what what kind of ways I mean you, you obviously said that the this the new the the new regime did wasn't work but not your biggest fan. No. So, how did they treat you? And, and
1: Well, there was a whole lot of non-communication, uh, a little bit more of non-communication, and a little bit more of the same. They, they my, The last spring training I was there, they would literally, they wouldn't talk to me. They would, I would try to ask some of the pitching coaches some questions. I would get ignored or get brushed off, more or less, get waved at to go on somewhere else. Now, uh is this still because you were part of the old I, who knows? guard at this point? Who knows? Or, who knows? Right. I, I I think they had already made up their mind that so oh, they were that like. they were gonna and I knew that. So every day I showed up spring it was hard to, to go back up there every single day knowing mm-hmm. no, these people don't want me here. Yeah That's, and, and finding
3: the motivation to actually
1: how can get I, I up make myself even go out here and want to play knowing that these it won't matter what I do. So that anyway, that that was that sucked. How did you do? that? I mean, how did you how did you put? What you know? What else to I, do? Well, you just did that, what you did. I mean, I really don't know. Thinking back on it now, I don't know if it was more for like my own pride or thinking maybe since I already know what what they're going to do, maybe if I do well enough, one of these other teams they'll and had my numbers been better, they probably would have. Because I was my velo, I had gotten my velo back. I was pitching well again. Like the day before they released me, I, I think I threw two innings and struck out four of the six batters that I faced. So I came in the next day that they released me. I had no idea what to expect. I mean, wow. I was I was pumped about it. Yeah, I, mean, I thought they, finally maybe they'll realize that. I'm – They call you in and say, yeah. Hey, we were, we're gonna yeah. we need yeah, to that's talk to much you. What they said, and they yeah. said we got some bad news. This. N- at that point in time, I was blown away. Now, had it happened earlier, I probably wouldn't yeah, have been Yeah, but now, you, now
3: you're getting, you feel like you're getting in a groove. Hey, yeah. I'm showing them something. I've struck out four out of six Well, of the only thing that I
1: regretted from all of it is that I wish that if they knew they were going to do it to begin with, they would have done it before spring training ever happened. So right. I could have gotten with another team. But the time they did it ensured that it would be at least a little while before another team would even want to sign somebody new. And Because they were finalizing all their rosters for all the teams they were sending out. and. Two um, days before sprinting. So left you, I'm Two sure days. it's kind it's of a, sure a strategy line,
6: for their part.
1: Absolutely.
4: You know, yeah. they if
6: they don't want you, they don't want anybody else to have you.
1: They don't want to they don't want to be wrong. Right.
4: You know, so and, and make them look bad that they made some stupid mistake. So they intentionally that's that's mm. kind of what I was trying to get to. I think and what, what Chase was alluding to is the fact that to me. And I've, I'm a little bitter at the Cubs because I could care less about them. I'm a Rangers fan. Yeah, uh, I really kind of hate the Cubs. But I I feel like they railroaded you into they ruined your career because it started with mono, but and then you had an agent that sucked. That it wasn't your fault. I mean, you didn't know any better. Yeah. And because at this point, I mean, he should have been like he should have saw the writing on the wall and been doing his job. Right, I mean, it's not like
1: he didn't have the contacts. Yeah, right. He, he just he hadn't. I I think to his credit, to you know, to his own benefit, he hadn't seen it either. So he didn't know if what I was telling him was actually true. The other guy would have been there to have seen it, but he didn't. So, I mean, to be to be fair to him, I, who knows? I mean, I can't say that that he wasn't doing what I was trying to get him to do or telling him to do or. He might have been and it just might have just been falling on deaf ears because of everything else they were doing. And I don't think he tried too hard afterward to try to get me signed on with another team either. Like it, it, it should have been, you would have thought it would have been easy to, I mean, at least. But then again, that goes back to the whole numbers thing. You know, all they really have to go off of is the numbers. If the numbers aren't good, and nobody for, else going
3: to take Forever, on. they were telling you they don't matter. It doesn't you matter. Just it doesn't need need doesn't to get matter. It doesn't, feel matter. It doesn't matter.
2: Just telling them what he wants to hear, but telling people other things.
3: Well, it's no, it's they're stacking the deck against
2: it. But still, that's how you stack the deck against somebody. You tell them what you want to want them to hear, and that's
4: what I feel like is railroaded. Yeah, you know, it's uh, all we care about your is your velocity. They knock you all over the place. You. Say, okay, I got my velocity up. And they say, yeah, but your numbers suck.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> what it the was the crap? It was yeah, after, what can you do? It was after I'd already shown that I, that I was going to pitch and I was going to pitch well when they were just leaving me alone, is that they said, we don't care if your numbers are good, which is, I was just pitching. They, we don't care if your numbers are good. We just want to see your below get good. So that's when they started taking pitches away from me, started not letting
3: me throw this pitch. They, yeah, so. I do have a question here were you hearing about you said cubs organization at that point was uh, it was one of in the my worst in words garbage yeah all right were you hearing about any other people that were drafted similar to you or uh, were they experiencing some of the similar things being handcuffed and told to, uh, mm. to do this wrong well and, i think the
1: situation was so unique and that i don't think so i know that our second rounder that year was uh, he was our catcher, Micah Gibbs. He's from LSU. Um, I know that he was pretty much gone about the same time I was. Um, who, who really knows? I mean, to be fair to them, I, at the business side of it all, I know that I'm just one person. I mean, you know, the turnover rate in that is so high. It's, each draft, a new guy, you know, you got new guys coming in every year. So, but at the same time, you, if you're going to, I don't know. my my be my whole thing is if you're going to take a guy that high, you should at least you should at least put the put the time in to make the investment worth your time. But exactly, those guys that drafted me weren't the ones that were there anymore, so yeah. they had nothing invested in me. And then in the media, it's your fault, correct? Oh well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that what kind of
4: what was some of the things that you heard in the media for why it. Uh, you didn't work out
5: mm.
1: I What think was it,
4: their it, opinion the sports writers and just all Just about those anything you the come earl up with, it was out there <laughs> <laughs> but earl wouldn't have done that earl no, would have earl got to, knew, earl earl would have got to the bottom of it he,
3: oh, yeah. the, the earl uh, the real deal, deal i've tried i've tried hard
1: to push all that out of the back of my mind because it, it oh, i'm really, sorry no, you don't no, have to no, talk it's about it not, if you want it's to. not i'm trying to think of just one example but stop trying to get him to anything, lay on the chase lounge anything they him. can uh stop. anything they can come up with i think they they were coming up with and it's who knows who knows but i read an
4: article uh, i'm trying to find and the thing was and you'd probably read it, it it was only written just a few years ago and i gotta i gotta try to find it but maybe y'all can google it it, it it was written by a guy from the Tribune, if I'm not mistaken, and there was something interesting about your draft class that you weren't the only casualty. There was some weird there and I don't know if you know anything about any of this, but there was some funny business with all of with that draft class. And some of it had to do with the Cubs and it may have had to do with some of the other organizations. But you weren't the only one that were set up for you were basically set up for failure. It's now if you eventually, and I got mine. Yes. Eventually, yeah. yes. eventually yes. That's uh, right. Uh, yeah. They hadn't they had no support for you whatsoever, no. but you were their number. It, it would be different if you were a sixth round draft pick or a 10th. You were number one. Sixteenth yeah. overall. Why in the world? <laughs> So, yeah so basically the sixth and and some the sixteenth best player in the world yeah, at that time, yes, why in the world would they not do everything in their power to not look like idiots for one thing right to the public but there was some there was a there was a guy that he he kind of got on the uh he kind of did some investigative reporting and you weren't the only casualty yeah. of that year. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And that's why it's I was a interested bit. if you were Can you speak more to that, about yeah? the more Can you about speak that, to that happening.
3: Well, uh, But I know you said specifically the Cubs organization was... I mean, compared I, to others, it was just not... I
1: don't know if... I know the... I know the, scout, the minor league coordinator at the time was... I I, I really don't know if there's... I can't think of just another player right off the bat, but it almost it eventually seemed like they knew that they were given like a year or two to try to figure things out, and once they had, they knew their time was up. There, they were going to try to point the finger any which way they could to make sure that they could get a job somewhere else with another team.
4: That was what he was referring to. It was almost that like he. He, they were willing to sacrifice a bunch of a bunch of kids yeah and ruin careers unless unless y'all stuck yeah just so because they knew the party was over in some at with some organizations yeah and it happened to be those couple 3 years there is is that
1: uh, am I off base there no i i think that's fair and i mean that might happen in more places more often i yeah. don't know yeah. i mean i wasn't there, but from my experience in the situation where I was at, I almost felt like a sacrificial lamb at times. I'm glad you said it like that because that's the thing that
4: the re- the, the reason how I found the story is you're in the story. Now this is just and it's just a few years ago, and it was basically talking about they didn't call you a sacrificial lamb, but it, it named more than just you. Yeah, and I I don't know if some, some if heads rolled. For that deal, there were some people fired in yeah. the organization. Um, but it was as if they could care less who they were. Not You had the talent. Who they drafted. it Once they drafted you, fine. They didn't care. What happened to you after yeah. that? Because they were looking to reposition themselves. Yeah. And either I don't understand. I, and I thought maybe you might know more behind about the why behind it. And it's more complicated than my little pea brain can comprehend. This guy got to the bottom of it, but he's a baseball guy uh, uh, reporter. But there is some rabid fans in Chicago. Yeah. And knowing that you went to the Cubs and knowing now that you were set up for failure, um, as I'm promoting this podcast, I specifically – set our podcast up to promote our our fan base, and specifically Chicago, Illinois, Chicago uh, Cubs fans, Chicago Cubs, sh- uh, uh, Chicago Tribune, the whole deal, simply because people need to know it wasn't your fault. No, I, uh, I was and, doing everything I could. And you were not the only ones. And what they need to do is look back on their organization. And before they start writing stories about how uh, that – yeah, well, that's what you get if you pick some guy from some yeah. college in South Arkansas. What do you expect well, to get? That's the kind of stuff that pisses me off yeah. because that is not fair. You were a talented
1: no, kid. Yeah, that's not fair. It. Well, it's funny you speak about that because the guy they brought in to be the, uh, the minor league pitching coordinator was Derek Johnson. He's from Vanderbilt. He had a lot of experience with guys. Sonny Gray, right now he's in the big leagues. He's... Pitched actually pitched tonight for New York Yankees, um, built just like just like I am. All, like he came in there, and from the time he got there that last year, I couldn't talk to him. It was I tried to get next to him to talk to him, and he would literally see me coming and go the other direction. Or if he did talk to me, he would whisper a couple words and then go. It was almost like it was like almost like he was, like he was almost like he was told to not not help to not help him whatsoever. And that's true, and I wouldn't make that up. That's honestly the way it felt from the from the first day. The funny thing about it is everybody tries to everybody. And I say everybody, but they they try to attack me with it like I was the one that chose. I was the one that chose that. They were the ones that chose me. As it turns out, I would have just rather gone in the thirtieth or fortieth round. Nobody knew who the crap I was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah right. I would have yeah. been.
1: It, if least if everything was going to go bad, there was going to be. Some, but as it turns out, it's well, when
2: you
3: got an organization like you said with those kind of rabid fans, and you know, Chicago, yeah. where a lot of rabid people, It could there. have
1: been, it should if. have been the best place in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have gotten there, moved up quick, got, I would have been able to do everything to shut everybody right. up. But as it right. turns out, I couldn't.
2: Did the Cubs ever just tell you why they picked you over everybody? You know, did they sit down and talk to you, or was it just uh, a fly by? You know, by the city of their pants. Let's
1: that's a good question. No, not. I mean, I ne- of course, I never
3: asked like that. That would but, pro- that <laughs> I guess that's 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 me. That is me. If I if I would have got drafted in the first round, I would have immediately said, "What did I do to get <laughs> hey, get here?" Well, I mean, It
1: makes at, you want to think. But you know. then again, you know, as you spend all that time working and everything else, like when it happens, you to what they never did. I feel they never did their part to make, to make me feel like I belonged from, from, from the very beginning. It was almost, well, why would they draft you? Well, that's, I don't know.
4: I got to find the article and did you find it? We did. We did. <laughs> find. We did find the article. All right. So this article was written by the, uh, uh Phil Rogers at the Chicago Tribune. And he, uh, this is an article that you said you've pretty much read everything that you thought had your name in it, and this was written just a few years ago, 2013, and um, it kind of uncovers, in his estimation, the what really happened to you, and it, and like uh, really it had to do, it wasn't just the um,
3: the mono, it's, yeah, it was it was that would just played it into it. that would just happen to be the cherry on top that I think they. Uh... They use, the yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it all boils down to money every it, single time. Uh, people trying to cover their rear ends, like just uh, a
4: pawn Hayden's that it.
6: got sacrificed,
4: right? right. And you were, and what and what it really upsets us because you know it really feels like that you, you got railroaded. Uh, so anyway, so this guy writes about this and it says if uh, if Florida if Florida Gulf Coast Chris Sale had dropped to the fifteenth spot, the coast would have selected him. But after the White Sox claimed Sale at number twelve, the the Cubs selected Simpson. Had agreed to a pre-draft deal. All right.
3: Now, did you even have a pre-draft deal? No, no, not not that I was aware of. Because you had talked with your agent. The only thing you knew beforehand was that if this happens in the first round, he
1: called. He called earlier that day and had asked if if the Cubs took you in the first, would you sign for slot? And I said, absolutely. Slot being the what you would typically get at that at that pick. Yes,
2: that's like grad. the standard pay is for that pick. Yeah. But, okay. What well, standard signing? Did bonus. your agent Did. get any of that signing bonus too? He didn't no. get none of it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. No. Had no. Mm. That strike
1: you as odd? Well, had I stayed It'd with him, him, he was <sighs> that, that. It's a whole another part of that. Had I stayed with the agent that I was with, with the company he was with, they tried to get their cut of whatever it was but this new agent that i was with since this guy was suspended and he had left i wasn't legally i legally didn't owe them any money Uh from that sign-up bonus okay now should i probably anyway i probably should have maybe i don't know i've had a lot of time to think about it the right thing to do but after hearing this maybe i'm (laughs) (laughs)
3: little more okay with not, <laughs> not <having laughs> but but yeah. there was no pre-draft deal like is suggested in the not, article. Not no, not okay. not like. All it's right, suggested so in the article. so what else do they imply in the article here?
4: Well, and then they go on. To say, it says among the prospects uh, selected after Simpson was uh, the Braves, uh, Simmons, Tigers, Drew Smiley, uh, and Nick Castellanos, uh, Marlins, Kristen, Christian Christian Yelich. Um, John's Gary Brown, Mariners Walker, Rangers Mike Olt, uh, Dodgers Zach Lee, um, who, uh, and it brings up this point, which is another just knife in your back, says the Dodgers Zach Lee, who's signing who's signing cost more than the entire Cubs draft for 2010, and no, I- the Astros Mike Folty knew which something. I don't know. <laughs> Now, how, how, much, how much was the whole uh, draft class in twenty ten? It, it, it breaks it down. It says that the Cubs spent four point seven million dollars on their signings in fifty rounds in two thousand ten. Fifty rounds of draft picks. That's
6: that's ninety four thousand dollars a person on average.
3: Four point seven million.
6: Yeah, right. Four point seven divided by fifty is ninety four
3: thousand. Or people are getting that in one swipe, you know, yeah. and they're getting. The,
4: I'm sure there. There's guys that laugh laughed at that kind of money. Yeah, right. right. Uh, which it ranked twentieth in the majors. They spent. And uh, here's here's another one. They spent the Cubs between 2008 and 10. So eight, nine, and ten. That's
3: 150 they, drafts. 150
4: choices. draft choices. They spent a total, a whopping total of
0: 14.3 million dollars. Wow. Wow. Sounds strangely. Strangely, like someone was trying to save money for something. save money and yeah,
3: stack the deck.
0: I mean, mean,
4: left the cupboard bare for Epstein. It says, "Yeah, that was." So to me, you had more going against you than
2: just mononucleosis. Yeah, yeah. You, you, to, you were part of a restructuring process that would just, which took six years to build because they won the World Series right. last year. Right, so, mono, four had to, years you had
4: already got your velocity back. Mm-hmm. So that didn't even matter. So no, everybody it, it, knows. That, so so those of you out there that believe the mono story, you're exactly right. He did have mono. For those of you out there that thought there was some other issues, well, you're wrong. Yeah. The thing is, and what Hayden is also learning more about, is the fact that he, the, the, he already had the odds stacked against him before he even signed. They had intentions of signing a bunch of people low pay in order to get ready to rebuild and you got took, caught up in you got caught up in that and got blamed for it because if you're a fan of the Cubs, they're blaming What's wrong with this boy? Well, you, you, you know the, the mono.
3: On. The mono gave you the yeah. uh, you were the scapegoat because you you weren't the one that was there every day because you're yeah. you're trying to recover. Yeah. So so you were an easy face to put on or an easy question mark to make. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, that's that's an easy scapegoat. But they yeah the, the whole money situation that yeah. was from the beginning. Ever since we found that article, it just made
4: me sick to my stomach, and I've wanted to talk to you about that and find out what the – because I assumed you knew about that, that you really got caught up in a money deal, and you got caught up in a restructuring. Yeah. And you just happened to have mono, but you worked through it. Even and even you hypothetically, said,
3: if he would have never had mono, yeah. Yeah. same situation. I uh, totally stacked against uh, him. Uh, they would have still told him, you can't pitch.
2: Well, they, you, pitches, well they, they always took your out with four and two thirds inning.
4: Yeah, see, I'd say, uh, yeah, you were saying something about that a while ago. What now that us reading this and stuff, you, uh, some of these things you said started making more sense to you. You Said yeah. that you were taken
3: out, yeah, yeah well, early on. Well, er, you, you, it's got the record in there. And, you know? Oh, and we, yeah, yeah. M- yeah mention mentioned the record in the article. You read uh, off the the stats
1: earlier. And uh as hard as they are to listen to, they are true and they are what they are. Yeah, five
4: five and seventeen, you left the Cubs, like okay. like yeah, like you wanted to leave. Five and seventeen record, a six forty two ERA with only hundred and sixty one in a and third you,
3: And you would say those stats are a little bit skewed because of the situation. Well, yeah. It's to start a game
1: and the pitcher of record goes five innings. So I don't remember if the pitch count was 70 or if it was 75, but in multiple occasions being pulled out of games with just one out left to go to go five complete innings with an eight, nine-run lead. And the pitcher that comes in behind me gets the win for those. And he ended up being an all-star, and he ended up making it to the big leagues for a little while, and he was a good pitcher. I, nothing against him. I'd, I've never blamed him for that. But, but you
3: I mean, did. You, you grease the wheels for him along the way there. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm but saying, it wasn't his fault. Well, no, it wasn't his. Right? Fault. Yeah, no. that's what
3: you're saying. You don't blame. Him. But with one out, you, I mean, <laughs> with, endure, with one yeah. out,
1: and and with yeah, It just yeah. a lot of it never made sense. Who was the but part of that
4: team mentality that you learned back at SAU? Did that right. have something to do with that? Like, hey, you're he- you, yeah, you know well, you, you have, to,
1: you're helping this guy. You out, had to realize right? real quick that 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 didn't exist. Yeah, right. That that wasn't that wasn't the way things were. But and did you? Are you saying
4: that now, looking back on it, or no, when I you're it in, out the then. Mo- in the moment, figured, you felt it happen? Yeah, I
1: figured it out then. After I had already tried uh, to build relationships with these guys, well, actually, in the end, those aren't the guys that you need to be trying to build relationships with. And that sounds bad, and some people are going to take it the right. wrong way. No, but no. I'm not saying that you're. I'm not saying that you intentionally do things to to hurt those other players. But it happens if if somebody. If somebody fails or does worse, and it makes you look better, that's the way things go. And several man for himself at that level. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of those stats came from when they were still allowing me to start in rookie ball, when they just wanted me to get my velo back, I was literally throwing nothing but fastballs. Only fastballs. What was your favorite pitch? Well, it was fastball at one point in time.
2: Have you ever, uh, what's that called, blazed the tire? Buzz. Buzz the, buzz buzz the, the tire. Oh, yeah, we
1: were, we were talking about that. Yeah, well, intentionally, yes, and unintentionally.
5: It's, it's a, <laughs>
1: well, it's a funny story how it came about. My freshman year, we were playing, I don't remember, maybe West Alabama, maybe that an All-American that was hitting two or three in their, in their lineup. And the first time he came to the plate, I think I hit him in the hand or something, broke his hand.
2: Oh, wow. Well, wow.
1: it sounds bad, but just it broke his hand. He didn't play the rest of the game and ended up, at the end, it was a record. It was like 15 strikeouts in a game. So then from there on out, in the first inning, whoever was the hottest hitter in their lineup, I thought one as hard as I could, as close to his head as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a if, you can, if you can win the mental game superstition from the very beginning, you can, you can yeah. win it all, and that's – and that—that's the mentality I never yeah. had playing with Chicago. Never ninety-four, ninety-four miles an hour coming at your head—you're gonna—it's gonna scare somebody. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if the first one didn't get it done, the second one—it was you're gonna. Get
5: it done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right here, I Persistent. love it. I'm not a. Yeah, no, you're.
4: Yeah, that's just strategy. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, and and Lord, anybody ever hit a home run off of you? Somebody's getting popped with it. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> well,
1: oh hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if, yeah, I was just that, that was the type of player I was stepping in between the lines. That's just, I don't know. Maybe it was a football mentality. I don't know what it was. But if somebody got a hit, it was the luckiest swing they'd ever had. And I'd, I'd walk as close to the base they were on and tell them that in not so many words and not so nicely. And just that that swagger, just, there wasn't no room for it there. Well, or, well, no, it just never, that's, we talked about it earlier. Confidence being that much of it, but when you're pitching, it's you don't get new pitches every time you go out. You don't. You're not changing anything. So, however you can get an edge, that's how you get it. And I feel like that's the main thing that I never had in pro ball. They did a really good job of taking that away from me. And when I say taking that away from me, it's the it a coach doesn't have everything to do with it, but it has a that it, that sense of, we'll let you go out there and do your thing, do do be you. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the uh, buzzing the tower and you know the jawing back and forth, did you ever give up? Um, like for instance, give up a homer and then somebody you know bat flipped you or took a peek at it or anything huh. like that. Kind of pimped oh, it a little I'm sure, bit. Yeah.
1: I'm sure. I, I know it. <laughs> I know it happened in pro ball several times. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were some that I even turned around and watched. They were hit so far. (laughs) 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 It's just true. Well, when you
4: know you were throwing ninety four
1: mile an hour back practice, you were going to hit. You're going to see some bombs, huh? Well, I was wasn't throwing ninety four then. Okay, it was still my velo. It was still way down. Yeah, but even when I was throwing that hard, you know, ball comes in there hard. Sometimes it leaves even harder. What was you remember? (laughs) What do you remember the furthest one you ever saw? The furthest one I ever saw, luckily, it wasn't off of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> luckily, uh, Michael Choice. You know who Michael Choice is? He ah. played for the Rangers for a while. Huh. Um, trying to think of the college he played at. Anyway, maybe it was UT Arlington. Huh. Okay. Anyway, yeah, our home field in Peoria, it had a very old like, paint building behind it. And in between, they would have this giant bounce house set up. And it was 410 to center field, mm-hmm. 410s about a 15 foot fence. This bounce house and this paint building. Michael Choice hit one that one hopped and hit about 15 feet up that wall. <laughs> it hung in there for at least 20 seconds. That was the furthest one I've ever seen hit.
0: Uh,
4: my
5: goodness.
1: Uh, what was your favorite memory of uh, getting a, of making it to that level? It, honestly, as everything turned out, it may have been the travel part of it. Yeah. Getting to go to these different parts of the country that I never. Probably would, never would have been able to go to, mm-hmm. like uh, the Northwest up in Oregon and Washington. And I actually lived in Boise, for Boise, Idaho, for several months. And I loved it up there. Yeah. yeah it really? was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And Bill Buckner was our hitting coach. <laughs> <from that team. laughs> oh, man. That's pretty I that. yeah, Yeah. Golly, did you ever ask him about the – Oh, I talk to him all the time. Did you ever ask
4: him
2: about the between the legs? About him missing. About, God, I, I, I was watching I mean, that game. That's the game, Red that's
1: Sox. How, that's how old I – Kind of one of those taboo questions you don't ask him. That
2: was the curse, the big curse. Well,
1: you're old enough to probably watched that but he game. He know, kind I watched guy, if you yeah. If yeah. you would have asked him, he would have answered it honestly. Yeah. He – I don't know. He was a great dude. He's yeah. kind of a space cadet sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Played first base for the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. I just remember that call ball famer.
4: dribbling between his, his legs. Mm-hmm. That's like a oh, yeah.
1: routine grounder.
4: And it would have been over.
1: Our manager got kicked out of a game one time. And I guess he had never been acting manager. So our pitching coach was sitting in there and says, Hey, Bill, we need to make a pitching change. Without ever calling time, without ever doing anything, he just stepped out of the dugout and just walked out to the mound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The players in the dugout had to call time. He, didn't, he just started walling out there. I'm like Bill, what are you doing? You gotta call time. I like, have well, never done it before. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you mean, they aren't paying attention. Like, he's a good dude. He's oh, a good dude. Earlier tonight, uh, we talked about you going to college and everything. You finally graduated, and you're supposed to be a coach or whatever. Yeah, like well, I'm
1: gonna go to graduate school. Yeah, so I can coach in college. So I guess you still love the game, then. Yeah. Yeah. Never well, lost the love of the game. No. Well, I did for a while. It, it got hard to. It got hard to like the game for a while just because it turned into one of those things that I always loved it, and it was always something that it was easy to play, but I enjoyed the the training and the workout and all that aspect of it. Well, it got to where I did it every day all year. Like, I never took any time off, never did anything, because I was trying to get back to where I was. So, it, just when it came time to roll out there and play, it just wasn't exciting. It wasn't, right. I didn't have that feeling. So once I kind of took some time away from it to come back and to kind of realize all of the stuff, I'm not bitter I'm not bitter about anything anymore. Not really. Yeah. And yeah. so I enjoy that part of it. Like kind of ready to give back now. Yeah. Now if there's
3: yeah. if there's one thing you can kind of uh tell the Chicago Cub fans out there, what would be kind of that I mean We we've already established that you got caught up in, in yeah. this ring of well, I think, whatever you want to call it, I don't. It, I'm not even going to say it's Moneyball at this point. What well, I don't know what you. Well, I think they have been
1: down. It, it's such a that franchise and that fan base. They're so they're all the time. They're gung ho. They're about the Cubs. It's, it's yeah. they love the Cubs. I, my, I have a and, lot of
6: family that and, they they always like the Cubs. And, and like my uncle, for example, he whenever they were in the World Series, he's like, man, I don't even, I don't even know what to think. It's just. <laughs> you know, part of me wants them to lose so I can feel like I know what's going on. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, right.
1: And I pull for the Cubs. Even now, I, I have several yeah. several guys that i played with that are on that big league team. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want them to do bad. Right. I, I want them to win. It's not,
3: but... But you being up there and you jokingly said you were uh, as hated as uh, the Bartman <laughs> fellow, which I know is impossible. Uh, yeah. No, that's probably uh, not true. But, but, <laughs> but, but what would you like to tell some well, of those people? There? I think that
1: first of all they never got they never got to see me they never got to see who I actually was as a player that the pick it was justified where it was that's right i i really believe that and if i didn't i would say that and the last thing is that it's still baseball and football anything at a professional level is still a, it's an entertainment business yeah so so you're going to have ups and downs you're going to have people in positions of power that don't really need to be there. Sometimes people, you know, sometimes people are going to be victims. Of right. Just because of the way the way it's structured. But the way it is. And and the, the way they, of business. And, and it's about to understand the, the almighty dollar. The person, in my case, for me personally, and that the person that they're talking about the way they were it could be their son. Yeah. Brother, something like that try to be a little bit more and i guess my follow-up yeah, yeah, question to that yeah but, I mean, I guess it's right. we're not right I mean, it's, right. right
3: yeah it hurts, right. right and people forget it. and they, they think you're these almighty athletes we, but you're just you're, you're normal people, people. normal people. right you're just trying to make a living and, and live out a dream but my, i guess my follow-up question to that would be what are what would you like to come from this podcast uh, of the people that may know a little bit like, like your fans of magnolia i mean just, just well, you're your, from your, i think for your a long home. time
1: a lot of people haven't and, and we've talked about it a lot, but a lot of people haven't really known the whole story. And a lot of people probably may never know the whole story. And that's fine. I don't expect them to. I mean, really only me and like people that were there yeah. for everything, because even the smallest little thing has a, has a big impact on the way things went down. It's to have, these preconceived notions and judgments of, of what you think for whatever reason that's fine you're entitled to that it's but try to be a little bit more open minded to you know, well I don't I, really get somebody the benefit of the doubt
4: right yeah, it's not you know.
3: but the, the, I'm glad you after a year of of suggesting this and, and yeah. trying to get this podcast off the ground and, and highlight local uh, heroes and, and local uh, people that have actually gone and and done really interesting, fascinating things and become small town famous. Uh, that it gives them a platform. And yours yours was the the standard. I mean, because I mean, some of us may not have known. Me, Alan kind of had a, a more of an ear to the ground to it, but we didn't know the story. Yeah, and we didn't know exactly what we thought. Oh well, he just got sick, and I yeah. mean that happens. And but no, there's there's an underlying. Uh, the whole system yeah. at that at – things so far out of your control. Well, this is probably my opinion.
4: You've done a very good job of not playing the victim.
2: Yeah. Coping Well, you, coping with uh, it. Really uh, you know what it's I'm That's a saying? good point.
4: Because, I mean, you had you had a lot of obstacles that uh, you were facing, but you did overcome the obstacles that everybody blames on you, on killing your career, yeah. so to speak. yeah. And it wasn't your fault, and yeah. you're not playing the victim, and then you don't get mad about it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm mad at your agent yeah. right now, and you still try to. Alan
3: s- reading that article earlier, and then that <laughs> failed video that we dropped, He yeah. was mad. Uh, he was he was so mad. At, I mean, at the end of the
1: day, I'm still I'm
4: twenty. He's shaking
3: his head right now. He's, I, I, look at that. Look at I, I, look well, how mad I am mad
4: because I feel like those that I mean, I love people from Magnolia, uh, and, and I love my my community. And this is one story that so many people have wrong. Yeah. That Mono did not kill Hayden Simpson's career. No. It put an impediment there, but your career was lined out when those... When his buttoes, name showed up on... When his name When he ended up being drafted in 2010... Number six Is when that was the end, The day you signed was into end of, your, of, the, of that whole yeah. deal. Because you were caught up in something that you didn't. There was a whole big machine at work, and that's the thing about being from a small town that sometimes we don't get credit for of understanding that. But I'm going to tell you, that's deception. You did not know, and you couldn't have found out. And now, you take a guy from Chicago, from the Chicago Tribune, doing research, he's the one that has to find it out.
1: Yeah, You well, know, and... At at the end of the day, I see it as, yeah, things. A lot of things didn't go the way that we would have hoped they did, and I know that, and I'm aware of it. But it, I'm I'm still, I mean, as far as life's concerned, I'm 28 years old. I still have a lot of a lot of life ahead of me. There's a lot of things left to do. This was one part of it. This was this was one, this was one part of it. That's that's not going to define anything going forward. It may it may dictate the way that that I handle things and and interact with people and help people going forward. And there's a lot of guys now that are coming up. And Matt Goodhart's one of them. I yeah. talk to him all the time. There you go. I try to give him as much advice as I can moving forward because I wish that somebody would have been there right to have help, and now you can play help that, help that role for other people now. So yeah. it's I mean I, I don't like looking at it as if a career and this and that, because if it was meant to be a career, I'd still be doing it. There you so, go. I just see it as a. I don't know. I, I really don't know how to describe it, but I don't feel like the victim at and, all. And and you never know a
3: coaching uh, and getting to that point. Well, see, all of this could give you that passion that maybe uh, playing being a player, yeah, couldn't, of, couldn't fulfill all of all of this
1: kind of led to that. Right, I feel like. Right. Well, the Lord and, may have led you down that path. Coaching may have been what He wanted you to do, and that's that's the way I choose to look at it.
0: So it is. I'm I'm always the type of person. I'm an underdog person, and I'm a comeback story person. And just part of me just thinks maybe that uh, you could. You said your velocity's back up. Mm-hmm. You're throwing ninety six again, even today. You could go out there and throw a fastball at ninety six. I don't know about today. Okay, <laughs> but you could get there yesterday. pretty quick, but, though. I mean. My it my my body feels because good as it has in years. So you're the same shape as you were in at twenty two years old, do you think?
1: Possibly. You could get there pretty a little quick. bit of time, yeah.
0: Open work the brewers and whoever I know the brewers have open workouts and open tryouts and I'm just of the I'm I'm of the uh, train of thought that you could probably still do it if if the time was put in.
1: That's funny that's funny, that's you're not the first person to ask that. And I don't know. There for a while, I, I entertain those ideas. But at the same time, the way everything went, I just have to try to look at it like if if that was meant to be my path, it would have
0: gone different. Do you think that when you're 40 years old. And I hate that his destiny was always out of his control.
4: Yeah, never had that chance to grab right. his. But you got to look at somebody like, um, what's his name? Jim Moore. Jim, Jim Moore's the rookie. Yeah. It was Jim Morris, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and and the you know they um, um, drafted by, well, they wound up going up to the farm system. Did an open tryout
3: for? Uh, or what's the movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Invincible.
4: That's Invincible, yeah, yeah. the one with uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. That's the, rookie. Uh, the That's rookie, the rookie. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: the Devil Rays
4: picked him up, and he wound up getting a pitch the pitch into big. League. You know, he was only there for a couple of seasons, but the dude did it, and he had perspective at that time. I think he was thirty eight, but he had perspective. <sighs> because he's like this show ain't going to last long but I'm going to milk it and he goes around and gives motivational talks he, he coaches uh dude you're only
1: 28 if I was 28 no one I know now <laughs> <laughs> but what were you about to ask if if I if I wake up one day and regret not trying
0: no I was going to ask when you're when you're 40 years old and you look back and say well should I should I have you know pushed a little harder you know that time when I was 25 or 27 28 what do you think? You what do you think you'll think? I I think if
1: I thought I would regret it, then I would be I would be trying right now. Sure, okay. I just he's he's at there, peace. There, there's right? even I mean, more. There's even more to all of this that nobody that nobody knows. Nobody ever will know. Yeah, and that's because I don't want them to know. Absolutely. And just the way that it's all gone, I just know I, I'm I'm at peace with it. Also, awesome, if man. that's what it is, I'm at peace with it.
3: And and there's and there's a chapter that I mean, he said he's he's going to grad school here in just a little bit. He may be what the the next I don't know what a great coach is in baseball.
2: Man, if Tony La Russa can make a manager, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he never did play baseball. Tony La Russa never did. The L.A. Lakers coach, uh, Phil Jackson. Greek, no, he Pat was Pat
4: Riley. Pat Riley. He played yeah. some basketball. He, his first head coaching job was L.A. Lakers. He was one of their dang near-water boys, and he worked his way up, and he wound up being being made head coach, and he learned how to coach basketball by being the head coach. Are you telling Hayden he needs to go? What I'm telling him is you never know what your next step's going to be, and you never know if uh, they have an open tryout uh, in Shreveport and you go there and say, you know what? I feel pretty good today. I'm in Shreveport. I'm going to go throw some ball. You never know. Because I'm going to tell you, that is what happened to Jeffrey Orr. They had open tryout. He went to Grambling.
6: And he had and, been off He had been off for a while, so he was really fresh. Yeah. He went and did it.
2: And he was pimping it. If you do, go ahead and do it. And if you do make the majors, I'm going to be your
4: agent. Lord have mercy. You thought you got railroaded. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll be your water boy. So. We'll sign you up.
6: You be getting sued for your politically correct agent.
4: You want to see in the podcast now, Jeffrey?
6: Well,
3: mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> <He's somebody's... laughs> hey, we appreciate you for coming on, man. Yeah, man. If there's anything that I mean, anything else you want to tell the listeners or anything, we glad we're glad that you got your story out because yeah, I'm it's, it's it's something that we knew was out there. We just didn't know. How, yeah, and you were the only <laughs> the only one that lived it. So, we wanted to uh, give you the opportunity to tell people that. Yeah.
2: How's your mom and dad doing? They're doing all right? Yeah, they're doing good. Yeah. Can't complain. Definitely appreciate you for coming. Yeah,
1: appreciate you guys having me.
4: Hope Absolutely. you enjoyed it. Yes, Hope sir. Hope it. All right. Well, thank you a lot. Do you, uh, you want to take us out?
0: I'm good. Who <laughs> else wants to do it? Because I, I really can't remember what to say right now. <laughs> Romy, Romy, all uh, you say uh, is
2: Patreon, yeah. STF, Amos, and... Um, Twitter and uh, and Facebook.
3: Hayden, how can they uh, can our listeners find you on fa- uh, Facebook? and they want to be a fan of yours? Or mm, just send you some money?
6: What's your phone number? Just tell me your phone number. <laughs> 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 Text no. me anytime. Do I have a Facebook.
1: I don't have a Twitter or an Instagram or anything else. So staying off the grid. Yeah. Well. Mm. You can thank the story you just heard for the reason why I don't have any of that.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you
4: know what? Chicago screw you. So uh, that's all I think. Oh, say. gosh. Um, oh, no, we have plenty of fans man. in Chicago, all two of them. But I can tell you what, Chicago Cubs aren't that, – that
3: organization doesn't listen to us at all. Even even Hayden himself doesn't have that much resentment for him. And you're over there. Yeah. <laughs> and Me and him, I'm, I think I may fly into Chicago <laughs> and
4: uh, we're going to rent a helicopter. To fly, oh, over, to fly over the field. And we're go-
3: Wrigley Field.
4: And we're going to take it on second base.
3: You know what you're going to need to rent a darn helicopter to do that? You're going to need money. And the best way to do that is Patreon. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> Clever little curveball I've brought it all the way back around.
4: The Segway Master. <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's a skill. So everyone, for $1 a month you can support Alan in renting a helicopter. <laughs> so he can do it on second so, base. To fly to So Chicago. me and Ace, Simpson it can get revenge. It's going
0: gonna, it's gonna to take oh, several months, but we appreciate it. Several meaning 1,000 months. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: <laughs> Somebody text you. <laughs> all
3: right, oh, well, let's get out of here. Aiden, thanks again, man, for being yeah, appreciate on the show. You guys. Come back
2: anytime. I yeah, appreciate it. So, who are you picking in the World Series? <laughs> I would have said the Astros for until they got beat tonight. Please be right, because I got a
4: lot. Because I'm about to call my bookie as soon as you're done. <laughs> I'm still sticking
2: with the Astros and the Dodgers. That's I would probably, I,
1: I would probably pick Los Angeles to win it right now. Hmm.
2: To win it all because of Kershaw. Well, he's doing pretty well, good Well, Because of all of them Kershaw's doing good In their batting right? Sammy He's going to be like 65 years old Sammy <laughs> Clayton But
1: <laughs> If the Yankees get there It'd be hard to, It'd be hard I, to cut him right why, now why, But I always <laughs> wonder why He quit music. But also He <laughs>
3: got the he Eastern Astros the And
4: Sammy Kershaw Can still
3: do it Who's <laughs> no, no, no yeah. like, Sammy? Hang on I know Has it ended He like Who is Sammy Kershaw? That was like 30 years
2: before Before he was born Houston can win it all. Oh, they, absolutely. they can. They got yeah. Justin Verlander, man. Yeah, He's number good. two in the. Yeah. And
4: we got to go because uh, Leslie said, I just got texted, do not wake the kids up. Which <laughs> means <balls>. mm. <laughs> I've already woken. Oh,
1: man.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hayden, thanks again, brother. Yes, sir.
5: Enjoyed it. Hayden. See you, man. Yes, Thank
1: you.